Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Call into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. <laughs> what what what's new? What are you doing, Hafei? Ah, oh, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's Tuesday, April 25th. Yes. 2006. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. It's the funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, if you haven't heard. The Hideout. Tonight you be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the Hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers all show long. Dial them right now for the Hideout Headlines Game Show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. We turn them into prizes this very moment. We need, I guess, six players. Six players for the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Light them up. Uh, Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout, will screen your... Actually, will host The Hideout Headlines game show. We will listen to him mumble through the questions. And try to decipher what it is that he has said to you. Uh, Matt Albert will be the one who screens your phone calls. Six foot five, 500 pound, 21-year-old black virgin, third mic writer, phone screener. Uh, all of the above is Matthew Albert. So he's the one screening your phone calls for the Beautiful Chocolate Man. Yeah, Hot Island's game show. Tommy Batts is our uh, director. He runs the talk and roll controls and responsible for the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. It's also a Tuesday night, Dubs. Every Tuesday and Thursday after the Headlines game show, we do the Hideout Central Florida News Tour where we hop into the Hideout News Van and go around different places. And, oh, boy, oh, boy, there's some goodie stories tonight. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Um... Something's making a comeback. It's unbelievable. We'll get into it. Um, I guess a TV seance. I hope it's SARS. With John Lennon. And uh, we have the audio of John Lennon from the uh, seance. Let's see. Is McDonald's targeting black folks? Dubs? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I've seen the commercials and hors d'oeuvres, but I don't. I have to say, absolutely, they are. I think uh, I think they uh, target everybody, though. That's Exhibit A, right? She wanted there. hors d'oeuvres, man. Uh, banning MySpace. Uh, we got uh, the Hideout Door Press blowout and the cage match tonight, and so much more. Boy, I haven't said that in forever. What's up? The cage match tonight. <laughs> uh, Lansing's New Rock ninety two on the edge. Right now, though, it's time to play the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chunks. All the people on the board will play, and we have one spot open. So call now to hop into the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Beautiful $2,500 top grain leather sofas. 
starting at five ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market, over forty thousand square feet of quality home furniture, fifty to seventy percent off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road four thirty six in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club, four zero seven three three two thirteen fourteen. Uh, we got gift certificates to Matrix Tan and Baseball. We got a pair of tickets to see Craig uh, Ferguson, the Hard Rock Live on a Sunday. Ticket information is at Ticketmaster.com. Fifty dollar gift card to Music Shack. So one more person for the High Headlines Game Show. We started off with ladies first. They always go to the front of the line. That's Liz in Metro West. Liz, you ready? Yeah, I got a pie in the oven. I hope this won't take long. It'll be very <laughs> quick, sweetie. World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange news. Which category do you want to go with? Um, I think I'll take strange news. Here's strange for Liz in Metro West. All right, strange is true or false. Due to a strange phenomenon going on in Beijing over the past 20 years, one Hong Kong lingerie company will no longer mass-produce D-sized cut bras because of the lack of demand. Is that true or false? I think that's true. What kind of pie do you have in the oven? It's a key lime. Mm. Mm. Well, you can go tend to it because you didn't win. Thank oh, you, Liz. Beat it. Oh, no. I thought that meant I won. Beat it. Sorry. Um, you're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Why? Why do that? There's no need for that. Uh, what did uh? So what's the actual story there? They actually uh, discontinue making uh, a cups for larger chest circumferences because they say that uh, women in China. are eating more nutritiously, and it's making the boobs bigger. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, the C, D, and even E is more popular over there, and they say it's just a strange phenomenon where their boobs are just growing massively in, like, the uh, the past couple of years or Big so. Big udders going on over there? Chinese are taking over in all aspects, including now bras. <laughs> Somehow we've fallen behind to the Chinese when it comes to boobs. Chris in Orlando, you're next up. What category you want? World, national, local sports, or entertainment? Local. All right, here's local for Chris. All right, local's multiple choice. A 56-year-old Orange Park woman in a wheelchair died after police used what to stop her from wielding a knife and a hammer? A, pepper spray, B, handcuffs, C, a taser gun, or D, silly string? Uh, taser. You're a winner. Hold on, Chris. Congratulations. This lady went nuts instead of wielding a knife and a hammer (laughs) at her relatives, and then the police came and... I guess she started wielding the knife at them, and, you know, they zapped her. Now, we'll give them uh, kudos for not using a gun. Yeah, I mean, before, they would have to take someone like that with a deadly weapon, because that is considered a deadly weapon, uh, down with a gun. But if they think they can use a taser on them, they'll be able to save maybe lives by just shocking them. Except for hers, apparently. Well, I mean, they, they didn't mean to kill her with that, though. No, I know. Although, maybe, do you think... You could be like what you did in high school, Dubs, and throw some uh, brooms into the spokes of the uh, wheelchair. That was a more angry time in my life where this one girl who was a complete bitch uh, in a wheelchair would just, you know, she would like uh, be very angry and mean towards everybody. So I took one of the brooms and uh, stuck it in her spokes so she wouldn't be able to move anymore. So maybe they would have had the idea of doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But I understand. It just it cripples her yet again. Now let me ask you, what uh, what was it that she was doing? She was wielding around a knife and knife a hammer. And a hammer, I guess. Uh, no, two knives and a hammer. How many hands does she have? I don't know. I guess she was rotating, maybe juggling. Who knows? Oh, now I'm impressed by her. What was that show? I believe it was on USA or something. The the Bot Wars, where like they would Battle Bots. I think it, was, it might have been Battle Bots. She could have been a, a, a thing in there, you know, where she's just wheeling around against one of the other. <laughs> 
odd machines. She's got the hammer <laughs> somehow fastened to a headband. She's just going around, moving her neck. Jay Bird and Sanford, your next up. What do you want? World, national, sports, or entertainment? Uh, world. All right, here's world news for Jay Bird. All right, Jay Bird, world's multiple choice. Police in Egypt have arrested how many people in relation to the uh, um, Sinai uh, Beach Resort bombing? Is it A5, B10, C15, or D20? Hey. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry Jay Bird. Uh, Ten of them. They arrested ten, yep. Uh, apparently, a lot of them were trying to leave 15 minutes after the bombing happened, so that looked suspicious to them, and they arrested them. Twenty-four people died and over 80 are injured uh, from the bombing. It was at a popular beach resort in kind of a mall-type area. All right, this seems to be the new um, thing by the terrorists over on that side of the uh, of the ocean, and they're hitting resorts. Just going real big for the resorts. And they also tend to hand, I, hit, I guess, resorts that are heavily uh, frequented by Jewish or American people. Yeah, yeah. Europeans happen to be. I what? know that uh, some of the hotels that they target over there when they do these suicide bombings and everything tend to be where Westerners are living or uh, staying. Phil and Kasimi, you're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show, Real Radio 104.1. Three, cate- right. three categories left, national sports or entertainment. Which one do you want? I'll try national. All right, here's national for you. All right, national is true or false. In an effort to battle rising pump costs, President Bush today ordered a temporary suspension of environmental rules for gasoline, which he says will make it easier for refiners to meet demand. False. Oh, sorry, that's <laughs> Sorry, Phil. <laughs> nice little laugh at the end of there for it. So here's what our great president has done. Feeling the uh, pressure that everyone is putting on about the high gas prices, which, by the way, the move has worked because I guess um, they're already beginning to fall. Prices are. Are they? But he's decided that we're going to cut back on environmental standards. Who needs them? I say I say we just pull up to one of the uh, one of the things pumping them right out of the ground and pour it right into our car. Once again, completely ignoring the fact uh, that the environment is falling apart around us. Hey, why aren't we opening the uh, the uh, reserves? Well, here's what he's done too. He's also um, he said he's going to halt half of the deposits of oil into the nation's national uh, strategic petroleum reserve until the fall. So he's not going to be putting any more in the reserve, but he's not opening up the reserve. Right. Okay. Which, by the way, analysts are saying that's going to make no impact. But I guess the cutting back on environmental standards. It's a really good idea considering the Cat 5 cyclone uh, stirring around in Australia. And I'm sure that your uh, your engines will benefit from it not being uh, filtered at all. And so will your babies when they grow up and we're Screw living. Screw the babies. I guess. <laughs> Mike in Winter Haven. It's always uh, been my... Uh... I know. Sports or uh, entertainment? Which category you want, Mike? I'll take... Uh, what... Entertainment. All right, here's entertainment from Mike and Winterhaven, Headlines Game Show, Real Radio. All right, entertainment is true or false. Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavs, will be getting his own midday Sunday talk show on Sirius Satellite Radio. Is that true or false? That is true. true. Mark Cuban, greatest owner in professional sports. Never has done a really good job with the uh, with the TV show. Or... Soon will be the uh, greatest talk show host Sunday middays on Sirius Satellite Radio. Benefactor Radio. That could be the Benefactor Radio. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering what he's going to call it. Uh, my time with Mark. 
That's what I'd call it. That's actually just a little bit of what I'm hoping for. Are you going to call into the Mark Cuban show? Every uh, single... Uh, I'm going to do voices like Jimmy Jam. I'm just going to do... What? I'm constantly going to be calling in. Dro in Orlando. I think it's he's Mark Cuban show. I think he's calling it Radio Maverick. I, I dig that, too. I like my time with Mark, but Radio I Maverick works. Let's go to John and Oviedo. You're left with sports. John, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, here we go. All right, sports is filling the blank. Avery Johnson, coach of what team, was named NBA Coach of the Year today? I had no idea. Uh, Another Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, it's another Dallas Mavericks. That's that's interesting. Chunks, I can't believe we had two Dallas Mavericks. I wonder who sent those over and demanded them being in the game. In the Hideout Headlines game show. Yeah, I was just trying to, uh, you know, I figured you'd like that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Now you guys are going to cuddle and watch Skinamax. Avery Johnson, (laughs) Coach of the Year, and Mark Cuban, Sunday Midday Talk Show Host of the Year. All from your, well, my. Do they do they have an award for that Sunday midday talk show host of the year? I don't know. Because we should have had it for our four shows we did in D.C. on no. Sunday afternoons. We were afternoon drive. We oh yeah, that yeah. would have been Pat Goss. That have been one Mr. Patrick Goss. I'll tell you, the phones always blew up for the BG 44K. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 Burn. on the hideout. All right, don't go anywhere. We have the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. Hopping in the Hideout News Van, going throughout Central Florida, bringing you stories. <laughs> Details on a dad who shot a computer. I'll tell you why he shot his son's computer. And uh, whether or not a toddler survived a fall from a three-story window. It's next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. So we start in Pinellas County. Where a dad reportedly told deputies he was mad at his 22-year-old son because he hadn't done laundry and was spending all his time playing games on their computer. So that's why he shot the computer as the son sat three feet away from the bullet hole. He said he just told his son he was going to shoot the computer, like waving the gun around, and then it went off. So, Dad of the Year uh, is in Pinellas County Jail, charged with one count of attempted murder. Attempted murder they're charging him with, not like child endangerment or something like well, that. Well, that's a 22-year-old kid. I guess. What? What? What's that kid still living at home, like uh, not not carrying his weight for? Because adolescence now goes easily through the age of 25 in America. I would, but he's not. He doesn't seem like he's working or anything. No, he's playing video games and not doing laundry. He's just ah. like every other 22-year-old kid in the, in this good country. So this is what Putin's up to after his internship. Exactly. And see, that's part of the problem. These games are so incredibly addicting. Well, And they're so involved. If you aren't on there all times doing your thing, like uh, this World of Warcraft and the, uh, what else is EverQuest. there? EverQuest. That is World of Wadcast. That's one of them. Uh, a little variation, like a, a bonus pack, expansion pack on the World of Warcraft. But I understand, I me mean, relationships have ended over this. Uh, parents go absolutely insane over these video games. Um, I can understand the dad feeling like he's at his last, you know, with his last straw. But pulling out a gun, I don't know if necessarily is the best way to go. I remember Ben Stein from When Ben Stein's Money. His son was, like, so addicted to it that he had to put him in, like, a, a rehab. 
I've heard of that. To get off that, uh, I guess it was EverQuest, actually. This whole thing of uh, a kid still living in his parents' house at 22, and if the dad wants to pull a gun and wave it around and shoot the computer, I see no problem with it. Yeah. It's that guy's house. Um, all right, Strat tells me on the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout, that it's an escape from reality. You play and you forget about everything. It's com- kind of like a drug. What happened to books being that? Or porn. And how can you not do laundry while you're also playing the game? I know. You can, I, you'd can. you think that there would be loading time or some kind of uh, time of, uh, of idle where you could run over and throw some stuff in the laundry. Look, I guess there are other ways you could have gone about turning off the computer. You could have unplugged it. Mm-hmm. You could have pushed reset. You could have hit the the uh, the switch on the breaker. Or why don't you just pick it up and slam it against the ground? Hit it with a baseball bat. You could even pour water into the uh, desktop. You could do so many other things besides shooting a gun. He didn't mean to shoot the gun, which kind of is the more scary part about it. it like if he would have, I would have been more on his side if he would have aimed that gun right at that computer and shot. But it, since he was waving it around and it just went off, that's dangerous. Now, what would your parents do to punish you for playing too much? Nothing. I had really no structure in my life growing up. I never, uh, like after the age of 12, uh, all structure went out the window. Okay, Gaming Nerd Lord says that his uncle's getting divorced because his wife started dating someone on World of Warcraft and uh, abused the family because she had to get on to meet the new guy. Isn't that the same thing that happened to Nightmare Dave? Yeah. Uh, BJ's mom, uh, by Curious BJ. The Ewok? Yeah. Uh, that was kind of the beginning of the demise of uh, of his parents' relationship right when the Internet came out. She was on the Internet all the time chatting with people, and we found a conversation of her and this guy named Bo. Uh, and uh, there were phrases like, Ruth runs uh, her hand down Bo's pants. Oh. <laughs> and me and BJ are sitting here reading this. He's trying to shut it off so I can't read any further, and I'm I'm yelling out the phrases. And you're just laughing. So note to uh, those of you listening to The Hideout on World Radio 104.1, if your partner is spending a lot of time on World of Warcraft or EverQuest 2... It's not just the game. Yeah, they're networking and falling in love with other people who are trying to conquer... And accomplished tasks. What if anybody's ever got like a better job out of one of these things? Or is it just things <laughs> that just, ruin relationships? I, I would imagine it's just a lot of hooking up and uh, not a whole lot of really constructive stuff going on in World of Warcraft. Hey, so you're vice president of IBM now. How'd you get that gig? EverQuest. I met him by the lake. He was a cool guy. I showed him my resume. <laughs> um, Dubs happened uh, hopping bike uh, back into the hideout news van for the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. We'll go over to Seminole County now, where an 80-year-old man may face charges for shooting at a black bear in his backyard. Uh, witnesses, Again. Witnesses say he fired the shots at the bear when it approached his chicken coop uh, on his property. People say they've seen the bear in the area before. Um, wildlife officials trapped the bear and are checking for injuries. Are you not allowed to uh, protect your property anymore? In fact, killing a black bear in Florida, five years in prison, $5,000 fine. Really? What if you do it with your hands? I, I can see, you know, doing taking the cheap way out and shooting it. But if you jump on that bear's back, bite him on the cheek, and snap his neck, I say you get a, a, like a kind of a ward. 
You don't get uh, put in prison for it. Bearmaster. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I... we're going to have people trying to jump on uh, Matt's back oh. to get a uh, blue ribbon. You don't think the old man thought it was like a brother or something? Like beast. And that's why he's shooting at He's 80 years old. When he was like 25, it was acceptable oh. in Florida. Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about. No, completely different. I thought you were just using the lingo. Mm-mm. So. A black guy wearing a mink coat. I thought it was a bear. <laughs> so instead of shooting the bear then, because if you shoot and kill the bear, you could spend time in prison and get fined. What are you supposed to place like a jar of honey or a nice picnic basket like it's poo or a uh, yogi out and try to lure it away instead of shooting it to protect your property? That's what I don't get. Like, uh, how are you supposed to keep this thing off your property? And, it, you know, maybe if it just walks on your property, you aren't allowed to shoot it. But it, he, it seems like it was coming for something that he makes money off of and he uh, lives off of, his chickens. 407-916-1041, Nate in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nate? What's up, man? Go ahead, dude. Well, I, I go to a school where one of the majors is game design. And a lot of these guys that just are addicted to these games, you know, they end up making a future out of it. They they want to learn how to design the game. They go to school, get a degree, and get hired by, like, EA. Mm-hmm. And they make some big bucks. No, I mean, that's true. That's probably... That can happen, but a lot, I, I would say 9 out of 10 of these people, that doesn't happen to no, you. They not... end up just sitting in their, uh, their place and losing uh, work and losing kind of uh, your touch with real life. I mean, the chances of that happening are the same, I would assume, of someone who plays Little League Baseball, high school baseball, and then says, well, I'm playing this so that I can play Major League Baseball. Well, sure, but the chances of you actually going on and participating in that have to be uh, one in thousands, if not yeah. more, because there's so many people doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, you know, I used to be, I mean, I used to, you know, play SOCOM 2 online all the time. Right. Did and, you feel like uh, you got anything yeah. out of it? Do I? Did you feel like you got anything or learned, like, a life lesson or anything out of it? Not really a life lesson, but you know, I was I, there. There came a time where I I knew I had to you know really focus on what I really wanted mm-hmm. to do. So I'll play seldomly. I never was a hardcore addict. Right. But some of these guys that I go to school with, man, they that that's all they do day and night. But that's that's what they're going for out of life. That's what they want to do. All right. Well, no, fair enough. I hear that because I think Full Sail does that. And a couple of other schools in the area may do something like that. But again, that's a small number compared to the people who are actually out there playing the game. It's mm-hmm. the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Up next, it's the Hideout. All right, more of the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. Dub, some other really good stories um, that we'll tell you about in a second, um, including the cause of a Japanese restaurant burning down uh, here in town. Also, a Walmart purse snatcher sentenced. Tell you to how long. And that toddler who fell out the window, give you the details on that. Dubs, that Japanese restaurant burning down? Yeah. I think you owe an apology. I'll explain next. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. About to wrap up April. Wow. Cannot believe that. We should talk about our busy weekend. Yeah, this weekend is insane. But we'll uh, do more of that in a second. First, it's a hideout Central Florida news tour. But King of the Heretics, Bong Swat Matt, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, I got a little story on the Internet games. Okay. 
my brother, when my father passed away about seven years ago, got heavily into that. And it basically took his life over, and he met this girl across the country in California. And the, the only catch to it was she had a 14-year-old kid at the time, and she weighed about 420 pounds in a wheelchair. Hot. <laughs> All right, maybe you can. Brother's the luckiest man on earth. Maybe you can lie then. They're married now, right? Oh, yeah, they're married. They bounce around the country, and they play video games as a family. Their big purchase they were telling me all about was the, the gaming computer they got last year. Is she in a wheelchair? Because she's taking their life over. Is she in a wheelchair because she's fat? Yeah, yeah, and she supposedly also has bipolar. Oh, Christ <laughs> almighty. Well, yeah, she does. She has two poles that, uh, that attract gravity. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Bonk. So I appreciate problem, it, brother. Bro. All right. Black Bear in the Woods, you're in the hideout. Yeah. I, I want to know, what's this world coming to? You can't get a goddamn chicken bone out of the garbage with a crazy white man shooting it. All right. It's true. I'd have rolled with it if, it were, if you weren't doing a bad fake accent. I thought he was real. Cut that bitch off. Next call. See, that's exactly what he sounded like. That guy's real, though. I saw video. Uh, let's get back in the Hideout News Van, dubbed the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. Feel free to hop in with your phone calls. Anything you hear, come on in. Uh, this dubs is in Brevard County. <laughs> kind of a quick, sad story. A Brevard man who ran over and killed a woman while trying to snatch her purse in a Walmart parking lot has apologized. Um, that was only after he learned his punishment. Apparently, he got 25 years, but you got to hear like the whole story behind it so what this guy's doing it's him and his chick and they're Mm -hmm. in a parking lot at a walmart i guess the girlfriend is driving and the woman has a purse they drive up next to her the guy tries to snatch her purse and they take off yeah well the lady won't let go of the purse she gets caught underneath the truck and dies let go of the purse lady See, that's the first thing. Is there anything you would put up a fight for if, uh, you know, like, even I, I was even thinking about it, too. As much as I love my Scion, if someone was going to carjack me, take it. I don't think there's anything material that uh, someone could try to steal and you're going to put up that kind of fight for where you could possibly die from it. I mean, I can see something alive, uh, a pet or maybe a uh, a... A child or something like that, I can see. But if it's just some kind of thing that can be easily replaced with uh, some money or if you have insurance on it, I don't find uh, it that important to me. Now listen to this guy and what he said. He goes, I'm sorry for Miss Geiger's death. It was an accident. I wish I didn't have to get this much time for an accident. It's tr- I mean, It is true that that's a lot of time for someone who would probably learn that lesson with 12 years. I'm thinking death penalty for this kid. <laughs> Why death penalty? Or life. That's one of the very few things that I'm conservative on, punishment. I just feel that if people knew you can't even screw up or do something dumb enough to a point where a really bad mistake can happen, I think it would keep people from doing it. it and if they're that stupid, then maybe they shouldn't be on the streets. That's the, the inner Republican in me saying that. Does the death penalty ever deter people from killing each other? No. Possibly. You don't know that. You don't know if somebody's if that's the going rate, through somebody's the mind. The rate has never gone down from it. You don't know if that's going through somebody's mind of, all right, you know what? I could go and I could retaliate. Or I could do something like that, but you know, maybe it's not worth it. Prison uh, is that same deterrent for that person because he's a rational thinker. These people aren't rational thinkers when they do these kinds of things. 
Matt in Orlando, you're in the Hideout and Rogue Radio. Hideout Central Florida News Tour. What you got, Matt? Hey, I just wanted to say uh, I kind of agree with you. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody getting a really good job offer um, by playing online games. But the games themselves, I know lots of people um, that have developed really lucrative side businesses selling the items themselves, either the game currency you, or, like, swords and you know, I have, and stuff. I have heard that, people making money off of uh, playing the game by uh, selling the stuff that they've built up so much time uh, collecting. Yeah, a friend of mine, he can... Uh, Anywhere from five hundred to a thousand dollars a week, just selling this, you know, virtual merchandise. My God! Um, there's even a game you mentioned, Warcraft, which is really insanely popular now. There's a game called uh, Project Entropia or something like that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm in a toll. Uh, the game itself is is based on people selling this stuff. They encourage it. Okay. And. Uh, there's lots of stories running around about people that just uh, make ridiculous sums of money. Uh, right, you know what? Now, you know, and thank you, Matt, for the phone call. I appreciate that. Matt, sure. Matt Albert, you're an ass. I don't know why you aren't doing this. You could be making 500 to to $1,000 a week by playing video games? That's a lot of work. Is it? You have to sit for a while. I like to pace. <laughs> be honest with you. You can pace while you're doing that. Hmm. Maybe. I hope my wizard doesn't die. Oh, God. What am I Eric, do? in your truck, you're in the hideout on Rogue Radio. What's up, Eric? Hey, hideout. How's it going over there? All right, dude. Hey, uh, a lot of times I think about killing somebody for doing something stupid or whatever, but then I think that'd be pretty stupid because I don't want to sit on old Sparky just because some guy made me mad, you know? All right. You're <laughs> but you, really love you're an ass. He's obviously being sarcastic. No, that's what they call him out, called out here. No, but he's obviously being sarcastic. I know. he's He was goofing on my point. He's backing you up. Ew. Thank you. Damn it. Let's hop back into the hideout news van. Dubs continue the hideout Central Florida news tour. This time we head over to the <laughs> Mystic Point Apartments near Disney. The bombs. Where bombs. a toddler fell from a third-story window on Monday, and it's going to be okay. I guess it was a year and a half old, hanging from a window ledge about 30 feet off the ground. And uh, this chick said she couldn't believe her eyes when the baby fell. It bounced like a ball on its stomach and um, just cried. And all it essentially got was scratches. It's a diehard baby. It's a new superhero. It's like the uh, it's Bruce. Baby Will- McLean. It's Bruce Willis from uh, Unbreakable. Now I guess people banged on the door of the apartment. No one answered. Ambulance got there. They're checking on everything. They opened the door inside. The apartment managers did. Three dudes just asleep inside the apartment, totally unaware that the baby had crawled out of a window and fell down three stories. That reminds me a little bit of that scene from Chain Spotting, where everyone is high, and then the mother kind of like, kind of comes through to go check on the baby, and it's just dead. And there's no. They've been high for so long. They have no idea how long the baby's been dead. Just purple in the uh, in the crib. But here's the thing that I'm thinking, Dubs. Are we obviously now too safe with our children? Because think about all the contraptions in life that they've had for you to protect your children. I mean, you can, you can put these little locks on your windows so even the baby can't crawl out of it. Well, that... Oh, that's another thing, too, so they can't get into the... Uh, the baby-proof everything. Uh, the uh, the drawers, the cabinets. That's like the over-cleaning of your, uh, your sterilization of your mm-hmm. house. Child leashes? Do you remember that fad in like the 90s for just briefly? No. Where they sold 
like leashes for your children so that they couldn't go too far when you were in the mall or something. Now I do remember this uh, when I was growing up, like uh, a few years after I got out of the like the uh, really young area of school where they, uh, whenever you went anywhere, they made sure that you guys walked in a line and everything. Uh, they had this thing like almost like shackles where they would just uh, it was like a one long rope, but they would uh, wrap it around each person's wrist to keep them all in line. It's like Cadence. Cadence. Yeah. The movie. Um. But and did what you remember? Sweetbread. Do you remember? Sweets. Sweets. Do you remember too when they were talking about putting global tracking things inside of babies now too, so that in case they did get stolen, they could easily find them. Well, they, the thing is now that it's it's starting to move towards that where you will be able to get implanted. Uh, but uh, if you get your kid a cell phone. Uh, now they have the uh, GPS in the cell phone, so you can tell where your kid's at with the cell phone. Now, we've come a long way since when I was a kid. My dad used to say, go play in the freeway. Would you actually play in the freeway? No. Thought about it a couple of times. Kids are, uh, the parents are too afraid to send their kids even, like, out into the yard, into the woods or anything, even in, like, a small area. You're right. You don't go in the front yard anymore. No. you uh, There's a chained-in backyard. And if you want to play, you have to go play at the uh, McDonald's ball pit. How about this? Since this since this super baby, and babies are obviously tougher than we ever thought they could be because they're falling out of three-story buildings and they're fine. They have rubber bones. Baby Olympics. Toddler tossing. Kind of like the javelin. Well, I mean, uh, if they bounce, why don't we use them as basketballs? How about this? More shot put. You get a baby, kind of home by the diaper. Boom. That's toddler tossing. Uh, you know, I'm I may be uh, a puss about this, but I just say uh, baby curling, where you just kind of slide it on the ice and you're brooming right in front of it. A nice infant curling. Mm-hmm. That does seem like it would have fun. And could you imagine it would be a ratings hit with the baby just giggling mm-hmm. the whole it, time? I mean, that's the thing. You can't let it cry. Uh, if it cries, you're out. Yes. That's a foul. Soft spot archery. Where you're shooting at the soft spot, or you're using the soft spot as the tip of the arrow. Hey, either or. I, I say both. I say you do uh, one heat of that and one heat of the other. And you just have a one really big like Nerf bow. And then you average it all out. Baby Olympics, dirty diaper dunk tank. I do that for fun. That's my freak. Just have a cute little baby there. Adult diapers though. A cute little baby there. In a soiled diaper, and the way you change it is by putting it in the dunk tank. Baby tug-of-war, two teams of men, <laughs> and they just tear a baby apart. How about that? No! I thought you meant actually no. just little children playing tug-of-war. King That's... Solomon way. Yeah. No, not at all. Just the... hook at the horses. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Up next on the hideout. Kind of like a wishbone, and whoever has the biggest piece wins. All right, people are telling me they pay money. To see babies being tossed. We may have a uh, an idea for a live broadcast. If you'd like to come to your neighborhood, bring the hideout there. Dubs, one final story in the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. Why I believe you owe a nice Japanese restaurant in Longwood an apology. Next, in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Coming up, we're going to see if Matt Alberts learned anything. We're going to have an author back in the hideout who uh, came in, I guess, about a month ago. Catherine Amora wrote a book on how... How just to be happier, wasn't it? I think how to change yourself, how to kind of be somebody. Mm-hmm. How to better yourself, essentially. The uh, 
I don't know if he read the book or not. So we'll get to that. First, though, Dubs, let's finish up the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. As we headed over to Longwood, where the owner of a Japanese restaurant is uh, assessing the damage from a fire this morning about Mm -hmm. 4 a.m. Any guess on the cause of the fire? Uh, Faulty wires. Mm Mm-mm. Firefighters said it appears a cigarette tossed in the mulch uh, caused the fire at the Kobe restaurant in Longwood at 434 in Douglas. Flames traveled through a wall and into the attic of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Really? Yeah. It's just a, a little ash. It's a little red-hot thing. It doesn't really start a lot of fires. Only those massive for- forest fires that you see. Wait, wait, wait. How did it start? Cigarette. Oh. I figured it was, you know, the way they were cooking. Well, no, I, I, that's true, too. There's a fire flying all over the place in there, which really surprised me because it's a Japanese restaurant, right? Yes. And everybody knows they're more flammable than regular people. What? Yeah. Thin as matchsticks, those little guys are. Oh, you got to be kidding. What? Oily hair. It's the oils, oils in their hair. Mm-hmm. you got to be kidding. Mm-mm. That's a well-known fact. No, it's not. It's not true. Japanese people are more flammable than others. Actually, I will say that uh, back home there's a an amusement amusement park called King's Dominion, and on the whitewater raft, mm-hmm. the the line is is together by like a fence kind of thing. And my grandfather, I remember saying when I was a little kid, saying the reason this is so smooth is because all the Oriental people, all the oil from their hands. What? I swear That's to God. so racist. And people are not Oriental rugs are. Whatever. This was like 15, even more than that years ago. It was, fu- it was, it was okay more then. acceptable then. No, you were going to say it was funny then. No, uh, it's funny now, but it, <laughs> it was fine then. Hey, Matt, you're a big name. Hmm? Oh, sorry. I thought this was 15 years ago. <laughs> now, uh, Dubs, this is another reason to hate smokers. Because you guys litter or Japanese worse than anyone else. We do not. Your cigarette butts on sidewalks, in the bushes, in the medians, out in front of the Clear Channel compound. We're like cats. We bury them usually. No, you don't. You we just, do, too. You just toss them anywhere. Another reason. Except for not close to Japanese, because we know that. Most of us do. It's Which not most- true. Japanese people are not more flammable than other human beings. Are too. They're like the human jerry curl. You just can't get near Well, then why couldn't black people? Why aren't black people then, since the jerry curl was with them? 80s is over. No one wears a jerry curl now. Damn you. Point I, set match. I know. We just had a time. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Coming up, up next, next on the hideout. It's the hideout. All right. Catherine Namora, author of... The laws of lifetime growth always make your future bigger than your past. Matt Albert was supposed to read the book and see if it could help him grow. Her website's lifetimegrowth.com. Let's see how he did. Next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. A beast. Eight o'clock in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome to No Spin Zone. Tuesday night. Sounds like uh, O'Reilly no. comeback music. It's Napoleon Dynamite. Damn you, Dubs. What? 
still doesn't know. This is also this is a good music to come back with because Uncle Rico is actually mentioned in the book. Oh, in this book that yeah. um, uh, we're about to talk to Catherine Namora, uh, author of The Laws of Lifetime Growth: Always Make Your Future Bigger Than Your Past. Now we had her in the hideout uh, a while back. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, and, uh, maybe three. And we spoke to her. Uh, the website, by the way, lifetimegrowth.com. And we were thinking, this is the perfect book for Matt Albert. 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin, patchy baldness, graying hair, no motivation in life. He literally just puts more trash into the trash can where there's not enough room. Mm-hmm. And he's just one of those guys that can't even do that. Can't even take out the trash when it needs to be taken out? Catherine, welcome back into the hideout. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. How are you guys? Good. Now, give, so, us, give us a quick recap of your book and what it is. Oh, yeah. This is a book with ten laws based on what we've observed helps really successful people to, to keep growing in their lives and keeps them out of traps that stop them from growing. So ten simple laws to keep you on the path to growing throughout your whole life. All right, Matt Albert, what did you find when you read the book? I found it very insightful. In fact, I want to get Catherine to tell a little story. She has a little anecdote in uh, Chapter 2. Uh <laughs> About getting her finger stuck in a car trunk. Uh, it's it's kind of funny. Catherine, do you mind? All right, Catherine, yeah. what was it? So you obviously read the book. So yeah. Tell me about that, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those moments that most people like to forget, and I probably would have liked to have forgotten it, except that I learned a really big lesson from it. So it I got a laugh out of it. Always make your learning greater than your experience. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I was what coming really late at night. And I was—I had a lot of stuff with me, and I didn't want to make, like, ten trips back to the car, and I was convinced that I could actually carry it all at once. And I had, like, a microwave oven, and uh, I was visiting my dad. He gave me this light fixture to mm-hmm. place a light fixture in my house and all kinds of food, because I think it was maybe Christmas time or something, Christmas dinner food. I had bags of food. I had a microwave oven on my knee. I had a light fixture balanced on top of it. And I was totally proud of myself because I had everything out of the trunk. Right? I'm the same way, by the way. I'm. Uh, oh, I'm on trip, trip too. Yeah, I'm more. It's more laziness for me. I'm thinking it's better <laughs> to get all 12 grocery bags at once, just exactly. stacking them, stacking them all the way up to my shoulders, yeah. then walking back out. You so, know? Right. so what's I mean, the comical end of this uh, this uh, story here? What happens? So, so of course, you know, I had all this stuff all hung all over me, and it was all balanced, and I was really proud of myself. And then I realized I still had to close the trunk of the car. So, so this was a great challenge, and. Uh, and, and I actually managed to do it, except in the process, I managed to get my finger stuck in the trunk of the car. So now I'm standing on one leg. I got a microwave oven balanced on one leg. <laughs> I got a light fixture. <laughs> I got food bags, and the only way I'm going to get unstuck from my car is to drop everything. So that's you know, it was it was messy, but uh, and it was painful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Matt, what else did you find from this book that helped you out a little bit? Is there anything in particular, anything else that you wanted to ask uh, Catherine tomorrow about? The comparison about uh, making your future bigger than your past, and uh, the music we came back with was from Napoleon Dynamite, and mm-hmm. mentioning Uncle Rico about you know not ha- constantly reliving your past and moving on, making your future better. That really touched me because I I look back on high school and I think those are the best years of my life. But I'm thinking no, I need to move forward. And make it make it thing better for me. What was so great about high school for you? Because you, all the girls you dated? Uh, yeah, free food. <laughs> it wasn't free. free. Food. Oh well, <laughs> your mom I, was paying for it then. Well, no, I took food from other people's trays. That was free food. Um, so that's how you've decided you need to be bigger and better. Yeah, bigger and better, right, Catherine? You need to steal more food, Catherine. Catherine, is, <clears throat> is that maybe, something? Maybe, maybe you can 
can find better ways to get free food than stealing it off other people's trays. I yeah, this is about learning from the past. So whatever, whatever was great about high school can give you some hints about you know where you might want to go in the future. <laughs> that's, that was the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard from you, Matt. What? Like that's, that's how you've gotten better. And, and that's what that's your uh, peak in life was the free food during lunch in high school. And that and that's just like that's when you look back on glory days. Yeah. But, yeah, but you know, in all fairness, a lot of people think that high school was, you know, it's kind of, it's easy and it's fun, and you know, compared to getting out into the into the into the world, it can seem like a, a pretty sweet time. But, but you know, there's there's lots more new opportunities, but you got to kind of focus on, on what else, what else there is after high school. What is there after? Stealing food off people's trays, or what is there after after kind of hanging out and just enjoying yourself? What did What did you like about Chapter Nine, Matt? Since you uh, was there anything in particular about Chapter Nine that's well, struck? you you have to give back, and I realize I haven't been charitable in my acts since I've been down here, because I you've given me a lot. I really haven't given anything back to you. Half to a. me, half a yeah. I I probably should be paying rent. And that's, <laughs> yes, and you will be. And uh, yeah, I need to do that. And probably do a little community service. What kind of community service? You know, picking up trash. In your room? Helping, helping kids read. <laughs> you need to learn that first for yourself. I, I, well, I read this book, and it's helping me a lot. I, I don't no, think you did. Like, actually, those sound like really great things to do. Is it, now, <laughs> is, it, is it part of goal setting? Is that one of the ways that you can make yourself better? You know, that's just a tool, but the first thing you have to do is, is figure out what you want to do. And I think what Matt Albert did was really great. You know, think of some things that he would like to do that, that it sounds like you feel good about doing those things. Yeah, what, what about executing, though? Like, what am I, does that mean you're going to give me rent money now? No, it's, it's in the works. But, you know, that's <laughs> later on down the line. That's in my bigger future, okay. not my past. All right, so you are planning the future. But I, I, but by I, the way, you are going to pay for the past, too. All right, but... I, <laughs> I want to move on, move on to chapter four, or move back since we were we were on chapter nine. It's ca- talking about making your performance greater than your applause. You're just reading. And, and, I hate you. And I was thinking, you're reading the title of each chapter. So, you didn't read anything. That's so true because you have to evolve as an entertainer. You just can't, you know, stay in one spot doing, you know, D jokes. Just say that. You have to move on to. You know, I don't understand what joke, you're talking about. Something so funny. It's got to be more than dick and fart jokes. Yeah, and you have to. <laughs> yes? <laughs> you said fart. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I, I said. Still in high school. <laughs> yeah, again, stuck back in the high school thing. But, all, but you said in the book that all great performers evolved, and even though the audience might not have, you know, agreed where they were going, but later on they found their spot and people really liked it later on down the line. I really liked that. All right, let me see the book over there. No, it's... Uh, yeah, let me look at the book real quick. The, law, real quick. the Laws of Lifetime Growth. You can also see it on uh, lifetimegrowth.com. So, uh, Matt, what else did you learn about the book? Chapter making your, 5. Making your confidence better than your comfort. You have to... Because money makes you makes you want to feel comfortable. What? Uh, I don't think that's what the chapter's about at all. Yes, it is. It's okay. about, you know, gaining, making, gaining your goals. What I'm trying to say, gaining your goals. And then meeting them, and then just kind of getting lazy Did you, let me and resting you. on your laurels. Did you read the book? I read the book very well. That, that is man. actually exactly what that chapter is about. Wow. You're totally right on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll go to well. Now, how does he, now, uh, Catherine Amore here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. How, uh, how can he begin executing all these things? Now that he knows what to do, I mean, 
Is well, there that's any... the first step is, is knowing, because if you don't know, then, you know, it's really hard to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you that's know, the then, then you just, you know, you, you do it a little bit at a time. You don't have to do it all at once. You can do, you know, you can start with one thing, and then if that feels good, you can try something else, and, and you just keep going. That's the thing about these laws is that you can keep looking at them, and you keep coming up with new ideas of how you want to grow your future. So... So I think all the ideas that Matt Albert came up with are really great. Hey, Matt Albert, how are you going to make your confidence greater than your comfort? Oh, I'm doing that pretty well. Yeah. Um, how? It's building blocks, and that's what I have to do. <laughs> One on top of the other, baby steps. And uh, that's what I'm towards doing. Towards what? Um, You're towards, being too general. Towards my goal. Which, what's your goal? If you say it, it's not going to come true. <laughs> It's not a birthday wish, you ass. You can say what your goal is. It's okay to have a goal and set it. I learned it from Goonies. You don't say your wish outside. It's our time down here. It's their time up there. That's that's what I learned from the book. Uh, you, you want the rich stuff. Huh? Okay, well, you don't have to tell anyone else what your goal is. Thank <laughs> but you. As long as, as long as you keep moving towards it, that's all that matters. She's got That's going to keep you growing. All right, thank you. Catherine Nomera, the, uh, the laws of lifetime growth always make your future bigger than your past. Uh, and the website is lifetimegrowth.com. Thank you, Catherine. You're very welcome. Thank Pre- you, guys. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you for the help. Did you read this? I didn't read that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the chapters, chapter titles, and just guessed. <laughs> no, he didn't read the chapters. Take a look inside the book. What? I, <laughs> you you what? Ha- you just highlighted certain thing, key phrases to say to her? No, that was uh, chunks. And I didn't read those. Chunk, he made Chunks go through and highlight... Uh, so yeah. Chunks did your homework. Yeah. be honest with you, Chunks, I'm just messing with you. I did read part of the chapters again. I just, I just felt like making you do work you didn't really need to do. You're kidding me, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, seriously, you're absolutely kidding you me. You shouldn't have farted on my like, chicken I didn't last have night. That's what you should have done. You got a freaking broadcast coming up on Friday night, you ass. Like, I'm not doing other crap. You keep laughing it up. You want the real fight club right now? Come in there and knock your ass around. Oh my God! Oh, how much time? Oh, how much time did you spend on that today, Chunks? <laughs> I hey, put your headphones on. <laughs> he's getting the belt. Yeah. He took off his yeah. belt and now he's hitting the filing cabinet. So he's gonna whip a black guy. Apparently. Yeah, that's not racist. Yeah. I'm not Chicken George, fella. You think it's funny? Right, hold yes. on, hold on a sec. What hold, are you doing? Hold on. Come on now, if you think it's so funny. I mean, it's the 9 o'clock this morning, I need your crap. Not funny at all. 9 o'clock every morning. Yeah, but still, I have crap to do this week. No, it's you the don't. Sometimes I get here later. At 11. No, you don't. Yes. All right, hold on a second. So, Matt, you were supposed to read this book. Yeah. He, uh, Chunks reminding you needed to read the book, and what did you say to him? I said, uh, why? You're why? not interested. Uh, not really. But you actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, he thinks you didn't read it, so he typed up two pages of cliff notes for you. Yeah. And highlighted the book. Thanks for that. It was really helpful. But he had already read it, so there was no reason to do this. Yeah, why'd you do that? Because he told me he, told me he didn't. Get on a mic, dumbass. How much time did it take you out of today to do Matt Albert's homework and do these cliff notes? I'd say it took me about a good uh, hour and uh, 50 minutes, 53 so, to be precise. Essentially two hours on a 15-minute segment. Yeah. That's not efficient. 
Actually, it was only worth about ten minutes. So, yeah, we uh, only talked to her for ten minutes. No, actually, that, maybe nine. Eight. We came back, came back at one after. <laughs> and then we sold it for about a minute and a half, two minutes. So probably seven minutes. So you did two hours of work for seven minutes. She was very nice. <clears throat> so, uh... Do you understand what we're talking about when we say you don't have to get here at 9, that you don't really spend your time correctly? Well, here's the thing, though. Uh, I did everything... Are these the cliff notes? Quicker. Those were the cliff notes. No, hey, Chunks. No, computer. Hey, Chunks, look back here for a second. Let me uh, show you what I'm going to do with this. Oh. Stuff it down the back of my pants. And, uh, yes, uh, great, mm. fuck up, Bruce. Stand high. Ooh, my ass smells. <laughs> Woo! No, that's just the cliff notes. It's horrible writing. Oh, man, I didn't wipe well. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. Oh, that's awful. How does that happen? That's the brown note. <laughs> hey, Chucks, come get your cliff note. <laughs> that's so dirty, dude. How do you not wipe like that? That is... That's disgusting. I'm going to throw off. Oh, God. <laughs> Chunks, we need a picture of this. That's awful. It's like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Just flatter. All right, Chunks. Yeah. I want to take a break and come back. I want you to first go take a picture of that, uh, of your cliff notes, and what Dubs thought of it. Yeah, get it out of my studio, it stinks. So that's a dirty gym guitar thing. Yeah, thanks for setting that up for me. <coughs> kind of wasted your day. That thing you? is so dirty, though. I'm going to throw up. Here, come give us the half no, chunks. No. Chunks, come here and give us the half uh-uh. It's a hideout, Lil Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the hideout. Coming up next in the hideout, I'm going to ask Chunks why he's a loser. Where's he going? I don't know. I got the wolf ball back. <laughs> uh-huh. Stay away. The Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back into The Hideout. It's Real Radio, 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, you are so dirty. Why? Because uh, <laughs> you used Chunks's cliff notes for the interview mm-hmm. as as toilet paper but it was like it was worse than any toilet paper i've ever seen that what do you mean it was it was it was filthy it was like it was so dirty and disgust and it stinks in here well why is it stinking there it should stink back here because he brought it, it in here it I- smells like uh roses back here dude you have no idea what what i you have some hygiene issues, brother. I was sweating today. It's not and, I might, and I might let a turtle head keep out. Stop. What? Look, there's there's no reason why any of us shouldn't be able to put a clean sheet of paper between the pillows, and it it should it should be unsoiled. I'll tell you what. Four out of uh, ten times, it will be clean. That's not enough. That's an awful. What? Awful uh, ratio. My uh, toilet doesn't work well, so I can't use a lot of toilet paper. Oh, my. I'm not. Dude, look. Hold on. All bits aside. Hmm? That was worrisome. Why is it worrisome? Because that shouldn't happen. 
It's still ain't worrisome. It may you be disgusting, guess, no, but it's you, not worrisome. You set... And Chunk's got some under his nails, which is terrific. You set Are you a, biting your fingernails? You set a piece of paper mm-hmm. between the pillows, mm-hmm. and it came out just soiled. Go get it for Chunk no, for half a no, so he can... I've uh, already seen it. There's no need. We have a picture of it for the webpage. Three. When will it be up? Tonight. Oh, it's so dirty. All right, hold on. Now, let's get back to... Other than you and your cleaning habits. Hmm. No wonder you... Never mind. Chunks. We have to have a serious talk. I didn't do anything. What time did you get here today? And that's part of the problem. Uh, like, probably 10. What 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay. What did you do for the show today? Um, well, the main thing is there's uh, some technicalities for Hard Rock Live. What are they? Um, there's monitors. That, well, all right, let me lay this out, I guess, for everyone. <clears throat> Where we're going to be broadcasting is going to be the Leno room, the Lennon room. Leno. Now, what? why is there a Leno room? It's it's Lennon. A tribute to John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, there's true, there is monitors, like TV monitors up there. Yeah. But there is uh, no way that we can actually watch to see what's going on on stage. Why not? That's what I was trying to find out. And the, there's a gentleman over there by the name of Brad. Okay, look, here's the thing. I don't want all... Brad. These, we are still on the radio, so I want you to make it somewhat entertaining. Oh, all right. Make it quick, simple, to the point. All right. Well, there's some issues with the hard rock that you know, I, need, I, w- I need to talk to some people. How long did that take? Um, I don't know, like 45 minutes. Okay, so that takes you up to 10... I was talking to Catherine, too. So that takes you up to 10.45. Yeah. All right, what else did you do for the show today? Uh, there was a... You know how we're trying to have that uh, promotion coming up with the... No. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm making a symbol here. Oh, the car? Yeah. I'm trying to do a car thing, yeah. Uh, and uh, I thought of something that I think would help us out. Just Don't we have to get the meeting first? Yes. All right, so that's the issue. Yeah, but there's So what did you do with be- that? Behind it, though. What did you do with that? What did I do? How long did that take you? What did you come that up with? That didn't take me so long. It took so how me long? About 20 minutes. Right, so what, what, what we're looking for here, we're looking for what you did and how long it took you. So, so uh, up to 11.05 now. Yeah. And uh, after that, uh, the office kind of got blocked up. Um, now, does the office get blocked? Because you say, you know, when the monster's done with their show, they want to have they want to have an after yeah. like meeting, which is perfectly understandable. Mm-hmm. So and they do it every day, right? At eleven? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I mean, they have the meeting coming up. And so, how long do they usually? Uh, uh about uh, an hour and fifteen minutes. So usually you can't get back into the office until what? Let's just say twelve thirty. No. But there is other stuff that you could be doing. Other yeah, than being like in the for then, I, uh, I was talking to Drunky and Tuttle. I'm trying to see about getting them to come on, you know, for the uh, a- anniversary show. So you're booking people in the building? To give us interviews. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm trying to see the best way to do it because the way it seems now, like, in order to relay what's going on, somebody's got to run back and forth between where we're broadcasting and the stage. Also, I was trying to get this stuff to SAF 
back and forth all day. I had to go talk to Jimmy D. Jimmy D is the one putting together the video for all the broadcasts. So that we can have the Bicurious BJ extended yes. trailer behind the Bicurious at the anniversary show. Exactly. And uh, I had to get the music today. Somebody, I forgot the gentleman's name, but it will be in the in the documentary, I believe. Okay. He sent me some music. I had to get that, put it on the computer. Uh, I also sent the links over to, to Saf. Uh, we have to get a specific time for this documentary because the monsters will also be showing, you know, some of their great clips. There's we understand. How much time? Clip from Drunky the Bear. Uh, I think at this moment that probably took up like another two hours. I started getting on the podcasting um, to, to do that. I had to look up something for Catherine. How long did podcasting take? Podcasting usually takes about uh, an hour. hour so what so. time were you up to? We're up to what, uh, 3.30? No, we're up to, I would say it's now 2.05. Okay. 2.05. Um, I got the headlines. I started doing No, that. you didn't get the headlines. I got them, That's and I sent I them to and you. I, I typed those and out. How long does it take you to type out the questions that I already sent you? It takes me about half hour to do that. All right, so we're up sometimes, to 12, 2.30. Sometimes it, takes me, uh, sometimes it takes me about 45 minutes. Um, there's some guests that you... Had that st- none of them come through. Had, well, I mean, there was a new batch. So none of got, them have come through. No, I mean, a and lot, that was from last week. I mean, a lot of them have. Like, we, we got so people. how long did that take you? Coming not up. booking guests. <laughs> how long? I mean, I, I don't know. We'll say 25 minutes. All right. So now we're up to about three. Uh, we're up to three o'clock now. Mm-hmm. So now what happens at three? Uh, I had to. I think I had to look for Tom, and I wanted to see if there was any. Uh, All right. And from what I'm getting, podcast. We're edited and converted last night, so it shouldn't take you an hour. It takes a long time. The computer still, still takes time to get no, I heard it was up. faster now, and it was taking no time. It is faster, but it still takes a little bit of time. I mean, you can ask Drunky. Drunky was talking to some, one of the salespeople was asking him how long it takes. I think it was Cherise. She came into the office. Well, are you asked. throwing her under the bus now? No, I'm not. I'm just saying she came in. So we're at 3 o'clock. What else did you do? Um, Two went, hours on these cliff notes. I got uh, I got a ride from Charles here. Um, to 7-Eleven. That took up about half hour to get something to eat real quickly because I was too hungry. Because we don't have vending machines here? I don't have any cha- uh, dollars, so I got to use the... Uh, the card. Yeah. I got to right, use... So, with everything uh, in there, we're talking maybe up to 4.30 to get everything done. 5 o'clock. There's two extra hours in there. Why are you showing up so early and doing all this, this stuff and wasting time? You're, you're burning yourself out. And then uh, when it's time for the show, you, there, we don't see a whole lot of you because you've been here all day and you're basically burned out. No, I mean, you know, it's people work during the day. The salespeople are here during the day. I also talked to Doris. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't. Your idea. No, here's the other thing, too. I talked to him about, about your idea. I was looking to talk to Jeff um, about, you know, our, our anniversary show coming uh, here's up. Here's the thing. We're not having an anniversary show. It's not happening. The anniversary passed already. All right? The anniversary was two weeks ago. It's not going to happen. Maybe we'll throw a party with the extended movie of Behind the Bicurious. But we're not doing an anniversary show. All right? You're wasting time. Precious time. Also, too, my alternator's busted. I've been riding that bike. rode that bike today. How long did it take you to ride your bike up here? It takes about... uh... I don't know, like half hour. But uh, it's point- pointless to go home or anything, too, if, you know, you just got to bike. It's too hot out there to bike during the day. You get sweaty and you get ass rot. Mm-hmm. 
Nothing wrong with it. Tubbs drives and he has ass run. Mm-hmm. My I AC see. is out. I have to go get some new AC in my car. That's Amco. Double A. MCO. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Eric Blackman and Daniel talking about it all the time. Uh, here's the thing. Stop wasting your time on the third floor. Okay? Nothing, we don't want you there. Nothing's getting done. I've given up. You should give up, too, and focus on this show and actually doing stuff for the show. Can't give up on that, man. No, it's done. <laughs> I have. And I need you to refocus and not be up here during the day getting questions, trying to get answers for questions that have been out for three months. If we haven't got an answer on them yet, we aren't going to. And we'll deal with it. Like uh, Everything that comes up, we'll deal with it as it comes. But we aren't going to uh, try to coordinate with them and get all the stuff going when it's going to be just uh, us running in circles trying to figure stuff out, wasting our own time. From now on, unless we're doing something for another show, like we are with the Monsters and the Anniversary Show, which we're stoked about, uh, don't even plan on us doing anything. Okay? Don't even worry about it. Don't even pitch it. Anything that we do, we'll do on our own. It's a, you know, it's a waste of time, and I need you to focus on the four hours that we're here at night and plan on being in studio. At most, plan on you going out and doing something during the show. But it's tough to send you out when you're dead tired because you've been here since 9 o'clock doing nothing. I thought during the show you upload podcasts. Why are you wasting time with that during the day when the computer's free at night? Uh, sometimes I do. No, that's what you should be doing. Because you're back there long enough. You know, I, I'm sitting down when Dubs and I go and have a... Uh, we went and had lunch with Black Bean and uh, Drunky after the media bowl. Mm. And Bean asks, where Chunks go? What's he up to? And I go, we freed him up. Mm-hmm. We moved him out of the booth so that he could get a lot more done. But we always want it for him to be able to come in and contribute whenever he wants to. And Bean's like, oh, the way Drunky does it. Exactly. But you haven't done that yet. <laughs> you just sit back there in the office, mm-hmm. uploading podcasts. I think sleeping, because you've been here during the day. We don't want you here during the day. Nothing's happening during the day. If the, if you want to talk to one of them, you call them. And here's the other thing about that, too. We have a show to do. Do it on our time. They do it on your time. Okay? You're a pushover because, well, Chunks is always around. I can any, he'll, I'll just wander up there and he'll be wandering to the fourth floor. I can get an answer from him anytime. Your time is important. You get paid by your time. <laughs> you yeah. can't waste it up here. So you set meetings with them. If they don't show up for the meeting, then it doesn't happen. So today you were here for 13 hours. You aren't getting paid for all 13 hours. And you're certainly not doing 13 hours of work. I'm getting this on the instant messenger. Oh, my God, Chunks is pathetic. I don't know if I want to give him a hug or throw him off a cliff. I'm afraid to throw him out a window. I'm afraid he'd be like that baby and bounce like a ball. Off his gut. Look at me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you hear me? Yeah. So what 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 time are you getting in here tomorrow? Um what time do you guys want me in here tomorrow? What time do you think you can get here and properly do your work? Which is tomorrow's show. You and Tommy live together, don't you? Yeah. 
Why don't you write in with Tommy? <laughs> he winced when he said that. Why, Why do you what, wince? What is the... Uh, Hold on. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 I want to know why you have issues writing in with Tommy. Are we the only ones? Feel free to hop in on this show meeting. Are we being too hard on Chunks? Because we've had this uh, this conversation with him many times off air. Or now we're it, bringing it on air. Does it seem like he's wasting time? You've heard his schedule. Blackbeard and Daniel tell me you're back there playing all the time during the skit happens. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Right now we're talking about Chunks and his time management or lack thereof. Because he's here for 13 hours a day, and I just don't know what's getting done. By the way, you left out something from your day that you told us about. Hmm. That's talking to Nightmare Dave on the phone. Nice, I guess, little 30-minute chat. Or was it another two-hour one? Stamper in Bear Lake, you're in the hideout. What's up, Stamper? Hey, what's going on, guys? I don't mean to call Chunks out because he's a pretty good-hearted dude. But I've, I've been the employer of several good-hearted slackers. And as soon as you ask him one question, it's apparent within a week. It's, do you want to be here? And then they know you're serious, because if they don't straighten up and do something else, they're not going to. And, I, and that's a question that I, I wonder, does Chunks even want to be on the radio anymore? Maybe he wants to be a salesperson. You know? He needs to figure out what he's doing. Cause are you are you into the, Is that what you're into, more of the administrative stuff? Is that what you want to be a part of? Sit up and talk into the mic. Uh, salespeople. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about them. No, I mean, working with them. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't think I'd like that. All right, I got That's this what from, you're doing all day, every day. I got trying this to. from Nightmare Dave. Tell Chunks to stop calling me. I'm tired about his bitching about waking up so early. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Bobby Hill and Philly are in the hideout. What's up, Bobby? Dude, Pods, come on. Give Chunks a break, man. If he's working for slave pay, he's got, you know, let him work slave hours. No, absolutely not. In fact... Dude, dude don't even deny that your people don't fart around the job site for 14 hours a day and get two hours of work done. All right, shut up. My people work hard and they get stuff done. My people punch ass. All right, here's Maria on I-4. Maria, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, I, again, I don't want to be someone to call out chunks or anything, but the other day I was picking up a prize over there from you guys, mm-hmm. and uh, chunks was outside smoking a cigarette, walking around. So he pretty much does that all the time. Okay, thank yeah, you, Maria. do it all the time. That's sounding Bad word, but I can't say. <laughs> but I right, hope you understand what you're saying. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. The prizes, they always come by. You know, I'm trying to help out people, and I'll call them during the day if there's an issue or a problem, and I try and handle it personally, because I like making them happy. That's for promotions to do. It's once not your we, job, Once man. we give away the prize, it's promotions problem, not chunks's. Again, you're doing other people's jobs. You're a pushover. All right, K-Mike says, make Chunks print out a copy of a weekly appointment calendar from Outlook and fill in the blocks of time as he does stuff. It works wonders for his new employees at work. I like that idea. I like the idea of him not getting here so early. Waterboy says, I really think he's trying to do the right thing, but he looks like he doesn't know how to do what's best for him or the show. Well, here's the thing. He is. He's trying so hard, and he's working very, very hard for the show. I have no doubt about that. But you have to kind of look in and see what really needs to be done and what stuff, uh, no matter how hard we push or what we're 
trying to do is never going to get done. Chunks, we never got to this. Um, you winced when we said come in with Tommy. Why? Um, you know, man, I just... You can't, is, ba- you can't bear to be here, here later than uh, 10 o'clock in the morning? No, I mean, you know, I probably could. What time did you get here, Tommy? Today I was running late and I got here around 6. You couldn't get in at 6? No. <laughs> Why? Because I just want to feel right. No, it's not about feeling right. It's about getting stuff done. Tommy's getting his work done. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it's fine, man. I'm no, 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 no. wasting time. Hold on. Hold on a second. Now you're getting dejected, and it's not going to do any good. Strat says, we keep picking on you, and you don't fight back. You bottle up all the anger, and one of these days you're going to go Columbine. I see you want to say something. Just say it. We're here in the hideout. We're open. We're honest. You're the producer. What's the problem? Be, be somebody. Honest. Speak your mind. I, you know, I, What's I, the issue? I'm trying to be respectful. Don't. I can't, you know. People are disrespecting you because they're wasting your time. And they're able to. You allow them to. Because you're so respectful. You have to be, man. You can't give up on people. You can't do it, you know? What? I, you don't even have to call people out. What's the problem? <laughs> Dude, don't don't name is, any people. Everyone here is short-staffed. There's okay. not enough people to go around to do the things that need to be done. Okay. All right? You got to network. You got to talk. You got to be kind to people. Right? Sometimes, yeah. All right, wait. So, <clears throat> hold on. We got to take a break. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up, up next on the Hideout. It's the Hideout. I want to get into this uh, short-staffed thing real quick. Yeah, I'm writing that down, too. Short-staffed. Right now, you're hitting yourself with a wolf ball bat. <laughs> I want you to say what you're feeling. You don't have to call people out by name, but say what you're feeling, if it's about us or anybody else. Don't give names, but say it. Next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, we give out the phone numbers uh, too much. I don't even care about the phone calls right now. I want Chunks to have the floor. Okay. And to say what's on his mind. What, what, what do you want me to say? What you feel. We've had this conversation for almost a half hour now. Are you wasting time? Uh, Is it your fault? No. We're, short, we're short-staffed. Is that the whole the whole place is short staff? And how is that your problem? What does that matter to you? It's, it's, because it's, do you know when? You, because the whole place is short staffed, then you start helping other people out. Then we're short staffed. Stuff needs to get done for the show. Mm-hmm. People need to know about the show. If people in here can't do it internally, I have to do that. Who else is going to do it? I have to do it. I got to make sure that people know about it. I don't want to be swept. I don't want to be forgotten. It's not going to happen. Who who are these people that you Who's are? Who's forgetting about the show? I'm just saying, you know. Who? We're like not getting not, gigs. Na- na- uh, so the third floor is forgetting about the show. Yeah, I don't know if they're forgetting about it. Forget them then. They're, they're short-staffed. We need to. Have they been short-staffed for six months? Still, Stuff needs to get done, though. It's not our problem. <laughs> we've Look, we've done our end. We've thrown out our ideas. We've done stuff. There's nothing more we can do. They won't allow us to go sell gigs. Then if we can't do that, it's not getting done. We got to move on. We got to go and come in here and do the best show possible nightly. That's what we have to be worried about. Not if uh, we're able to go out and do these gigs because it really 
isn't worth the uh, the amount of time we're putting into it, and it's hurting our nightly show instead of worrying about a show that we might do three months from now. Yeah, I know, but I mean, those things are important, you know. You, yeah, but there's nothing more you can do. You guys ask me to do stuff, and I want to do it, but it's not getting done, so it's time to move on. It's but I'm doing everything possible to do that. I'm asking people questions. I'm trying to get it done. I'm trying. Hard. It's not the thing where I'm just screwing around all day, and everyone loves doing that. Coming in, saying, <clears throat> "Oh yeah, we're just gonna say a uh, chunk of screwing around so it gets beaten or tased." Like that's real funny because I'm actually doing stuff during the day. I'm not just screwing around. If we ask you to do something and it doesn't it look like it is in anybody's best interest to get that done, it, it, and it probably won't get done anyway, be honest about it. Instead of wasting countless hours on something that you probably know right from the get-go isn't going to get done. I'll give you an example. We should be doing something on Cinco de Mile. We've been talking about it for six weeks. Other people have dropped the ball. Not are you. you. St- are you still wasting the time on Cinco de Mayo? I figured pretty much today was it. And I'm so nice. you're finally going to give up on it now? Well, I don't like to. I'm not happy about well, it. Well, but now it's time to say, you know what, we're not doing anything for Cinco de Mayo. Here, here's what Here's what. I, here's what What's here, the problem? Here's the way I take things. Okay. You guys tell me to do something, and I do it. Now, if, if it's up to me, I'm going to do it well. But the problem is not everything's up to me. But I still feel as if you guys are disappointed and hate me and loathe me, which I'm sure you do when this stuff doesn't get done. No, we aren't. We aren't disappointed in you. We're disappointed in the fact that it didn't get done. But it doesn't mean that we are disappointed in you or the job that you're doing. We love you, chunks. You know, I, we need you to have a better quality of life. And I'd love to make out with you. Hmm. It's not about that, uh, man. I don't know. I mean, you know, I know, <clears throat> I know you guys want Sid. You know, and Matt Albert. And I know, yeah, I'm a big dumb idiot, and I'm a retard. I'm not the vindictive one. No, I'm just a big stupid idiot that doesn't do anything during the day. Doesn't know how to talk to people. Let it out, Trump. I've been getting yelled at my whole life. I know how to deal with it. I know how to get inside of people. I know how to make them hurt. You know, I know how to make them happy. I know, that's funny. That's the funny thing. You know, I come off as this nice, happy-go-lucky guy. I used to be a mean SOB. Yeah, all right. It's it's fine. Laugh. Dude, I seriously used to make people hurt. Yeah, all right, it's cool. It's fine. It's funny. <laughs> He's actually opening up. Let him okay. open up. No, I don't need to. It's, just... I want to hear it. I, I, you know, I try you mean and be SOB? nice. Come on, let's do it. I try and be respectful. People have said things to me a, a lot you know, uh, less harsh. And I'm sorry, a lot. People said a lot lighter things to me than you guys had, and I've made them bleed before. You know what I mean? And I don't care about that. So now it's our fault. No, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not throwing blame at anyone. I'm just trying to do a good job here. And, you know, every day you got to think to yourself, oh, I know they're thinking, oh, I wish they had Sid. Or, you know, I wish they had Matt Albert. I can't wait to get rid of him so that uh, one of them can take over. But do you really want him taking over? You think he'd be able to talk to people? No. What if Catherine came up to him and said there's a problem? You think he'd be able to handle it? He'd tell her to F off. He'd tell the big boss to F off. I don't think that uh, that we need Matt Albert. I think we need, need you, you mean SOB. Go down to the third yeah, floor, cool baby. Though, man. You know what? No, 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 no. 
You guys want to know honestly what, what's getting to me? Yes, and we'll find out next. No, I, we got to take a break, bro. Come I on, Ed. Give me a hell yeah. I don't want you getting yelled at because we're running late. We let it all out, chunks. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. We'll push back the Hideout Door Price Blowout. I'm serious. Don't go anywhere. I want to shoot. I want you to lay it all out there, all right? It's about us or anybody else. You're getting there. Let it out. Let him, let him get it out. He's on the verge of... Uh, if you want to hear chunks go off, give me a hell yeah. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I was talking to Chunks outside uh, when we went out and smoked, and he said uh, he's got some good stuff. He just needs some time to say it. So if we want to step back and allow him to say it, we've got it. Chunks seems to be a beaten man. We think he's wasting his time at work up here during the day. Not of his fault, though. That's what he says. Well, I, I I don't think it's technically his fault. He's really trying, but there's... Some things. He's that, a pushover. Yeah. That's the thing, man. I'm really not. You know, and that keep getting told I'm a pushover. I right, say know, what I'm, you need to say. That, Chunks, see, that's the, the floor thing. is yours. You know, I'm, spo- I'm supposed to be respectful, and I try. You know what I mean? I try. I think I'm very respectful to you guys. I try to be in the office. You know, I let, you know, I, you know, I, I call you guys sir. Which I hate. I'm just trying to be respectful. That's the thing. But I'm not a pushover. You know, I've dealt with this crap my whole life. Dude, I had to fight to get a job uh, as a busser at Ruby Tuesday so people could urinate on the seats, and I had to clean it up because it was funny to them. That's fine. That stuff doesn't bother me, but I'm going to push over. I knew how to get what I wanted from each and every one of them. You know, and it's the same with these salespeople. You know, it, it, nothing gets me upset or dissuaded. I'm, I'm way beyond that. Nothing pisses me off. Or upsets me or breaks me. Let's face it, I got broken a long time ago. Alright? They're not gonna slow me down. You know? I, I don't know what you guys think about me. You know, I don't know, you know, if you think I do a good job, if I do a horrible job. So, to me, I have to do some kind of a job. And I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. The only way I can gauge that if I'm doing something well is if you guys ask me to do it, to try until there's nothing left of me to do to get that that's how i do these things something happened something happened to us and i've noticed this what we all used to have different reasons for coming into this job and doing what we do and for some reason politics and third-party crap got in the way you know from making us happy and doing what we want to do there's all this other stuff that's gotten in the way it's confused thing and i try every day to jumble it up why do you think i ask all the time how everyone's doing how everyone's doing you know why do you guys think I do that? Because we all <clears throat> we all came in here wanting to do different things. And for some reason, it got construed along the way. Everyone. I, everyone used to have more fun. I don't understand it. You know? It, it just... We come in here, and it just doesn't... It doesn't feel the same to you? It, it doesn't feel the same to me. And I try and make it like that every day. I don't know your guys' background. Mm-hmm. Of why you got into this job. And I've always wanted to dig in your guys' heads and ask you Ew. why you guys do it. Why do you guys go in front of these people every day? Why is it you love Stern and Don and Mike and stuff like that? 
There's a reason for that, and there's a reason why we do this stuff every day. And politics and stuff like that and, and concerts and, and green sheets, all that crap gets in the way, you know? But I think, in my mind, that's going to make everyone happy, and that's what I want to do. You know, that's why I do this stuff. And I come in here and I do stuff. <clears throat> and Lord knows, I come in, and heaven forbid somebody talk to me during the day, I'm worried to death that they're going to tell you guys, and you guys are going to think I'm not doing anything. You know, networking and being nice to people, that's how you get the job done. Every day at Ruby Tuesday, I used to get yelled at and told what a moron I am. Everyone's told me that my whole life, but I still need their money. I still need to get something from them. So what am I going to do? I'm going to be angry and hateful to them? I'm going to be mean? Oh, yeah. Screw you guys. You're not giving me what I want. No. I'm going to get what I want from them, and that's my ultimate revenge. I'm going to do that if I have to be nice, if I have to be mean. I'm going to gauge what it is makes their personality, and I will get it. It might take time, but I will get what I want from everyone that I want to get something from. It's just the way it is. I'm not a pushover. I'd say I'm a lot nicer on the outside than I probably really am. You know? I like taking care of people. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I said it before, I don't know why you guys got into it, but I got in it for the listeners, for the people who call up. They got a problem with their pride. Somebody calls up and says they got a problem with their personal life. We are all screwed up in the head. Look at every one of us in this room. We all have issues and we're effed up in the head. Why Why did you listen to Don and Mike and, and, and Don and Mike who is back home and people like Stern? It's our escape. You know, we have a chance to come here every day and make people happy. You know, for some reason, they're like me, getting yelled at at Ruby's or whatever. I've told this story before. I had an awful time at the resort. They had no serving jobs, and I had to, I had to host. You know what I mean? I'm a grown man. I'm hosting. I'm never too proud to, to, to make money. Hosting was where, a way for me to make money, so that's the way I did it. Yeah, I dressed up like a suit. Basically, I was like a girl. But I didn't give a damn about that because I needed money. I needed to eat. You have that. You have no one to talk to during the day. Nobody cares. Everyone calls you a loser, an idiot. Their steak wasn't done well. You have to fix it. It doesn't matter. They don't care about you. You're not, you are not a human being to them. You're not a human being to these people. You're the animal serving them or getting in their way or making their time horrible. I got home one night, 2003, and... Uh, at midnight, they used to play the Don and Mike replays. And one night, you guys come on and you say, hey, this is live broadcasting. You guys did your hideout hottie fantasy draft just like you were talking about, like we do every year. And I sat there and I had a real crappy day. And I felt awful. I mean, I just felt horrible. You guys probably know what it's like. I don't know if you do. To be yelled at every day, just told you're crappy and you're worthless. And nobody has anything for you. Nobody cares about you. You know what I mean? You're an animal. And you come home. And you turn the radio on. And there's somebody saying, hey, we got this hideout hottie fantasy trap. It's great. And J-Dubs comes in with his um, Catherine Zeta-Jones fetus. You know what I mean? And that's funny, man. You, You feel like you have people out there who know what you are. And every day I try, you know, every day since then, you know, I come home. And I'd listen to Tommy and his St. Pat's spat. Dude, I called in. I pretended to be sick at work to go listen to him fight, and I flipping missed it. 
I heard the cheering and all that good stuff, and yeah, good job. And I seriously punched a hole through one of the tables I had there because I was so mad that I missed it. People love what we do. For whatever reason, we're very blessed to be here doing what we do. I have a great opportunity to do this and to make people happy. You know, give people what it is they want. You know, but I want you guys to be happy too. And I know when you guys are happy, we're going to be doing what it is we got in this job for. You know, yeah, I know we have live appearances and none of us are making any money right now. But for some reason, it just seems to be consuming us. You know, we're, we're all getting pissed off at this. And we're forgetting what it is we did. You know, what we do, why we do that. Yes, everyone deserves money. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? If you're good and you're talented, which you guys are, in which everyone will know, whether the salespeople help us out or not, people will know and it will come. You can never forget the roots of why it is we do what we do, you know? And I don't know. I come in sometimes, and I want to make this happen for people. I want people to be happy. I want people to get that relief. You know, pizza drivers and all the people working out there right now, man, this is, this is what makes them happy. This is their relief, you know? If they don't have girlfriends or anything like that, this is what makes them happy. And I need to do everything possible to make them happy. All right. Is that, uh, are you done, Chunks? I can keep going, man. I don't know if no, I'm yeah, disrespectful you, or whatever. No, but, are you, if uh, if you have more to say, yeah, say it, but yeah. uh, just tell us when you are. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Chunks bearing his soul now. You want me to finish? You, you yeah. want me to stop? Or no, or keep don't, going. don't tell you I want to stop. Just tell us when you're done. You know, you know I don't know. I want to make you guys happy. You guys are very talented, both of you. All right, enough repeating now. Yeah. You don't get the respect that you deserve, and that angers me. But I will never show that. I'll never show that on the third floor. you got to realize, and hopefully they're not listening because this throws my whole uh, plan, it skews it up. Mm-hmm. But I remember everything everyone does for us. We have friends here that have been very kind to us. And I'm very loyal to them and very nice to them. Unfortunately, I have to work with everyone. I always remember the way that they treat you guys, Tommy and Matt, everything I do. Everything could be perfect, but I'll remember the roots. When nobody would give us a shot, you know, when we're down here trying to make things right and just entertain people. They've forgotten that, too. Why did they get in the radio? What, what's the point? You know, so they can drive nice cars? They don't understand the, the business that this is. I know, I know... You know, I know we're not psychologists or anything like that, but we have an impact on these people. And I just want to get that done. And that's it. I just want to help. Out. I'm not a pushover. No, honestly, I'm not. You're a homosexual rattlesnake. Now, now here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too, about that. I'm really not. I'm not as dumb. All right, we've heard that. You guys would like to No, but here's the thing. I'm really not that dumb. You know? I know what's going on, and I know how to do things. <sighs> EJ from the U, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, EJ? I'm proud of you, Chunks. Thanks, I man. feel the same way with my job, so I know how you feel, believe me. There's people... Ah, uh, you're hey. breaking up, man. Oh, his phone bro- the one guy who agrees with you, his phone breaks up. That's what we call chunks luck. All right, may I retort? 
May I comment? Yeah, absolutely. Man. On what Chunks has said? Um, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you 100%. Something has happened to this show. And I'm not quite sure what it is. I beat my head against the wall daily. Trying to come up with new segments, new angles, new ideas, new somethings. Because something has happened to this show. I think you are right. Uh, Dubs and I are not happy. And I think it's coming across. Because we're not having fun the way we used to. I'm having a blast. Shut up. The problem with all of this is that many of it, much of it, is out of our control. See, Chunks, the one thing that you have to realize is that there are certain battles that you take on because you can win. And then there are certain ones that you know you're going to lose, so it's not even worth getting involved. And the way you know you're going to lose them is because you've seen it happen already, over and over and over again. Dubs and I don't go to promo meetings anymore. Why? Because they're a waste of time. Dubs and I aren't even concerned about live broadcasts in appearances anymore. Why? Because we're fourth on the rung here. We're bottom of the totem pole. We get that. We understand that. So, what we need from you and everybody else on this show is to get that out of our mind. We're going to be poor. We're going to be broke. But we still need to do this job because we love it. And once we can come to the grips with that, come to grips with that, then I think it could begin being fun again. Things that were promised didn't come through, and it was all, we were almost waiting on that, and like somehow that would make everything better, and it didn't. So now what we have to do is focus on making this the best show it can be from 7 to 11. So that's why I tell you it's a waste of time during during the day to come in here and handle that stuff. None of it is getting done. And it's not your fault. I understand if you could... Trust me, I know if Catherine and Dan could do it for us, they would. I know for a fact... But it's not getting done, and it's wasting our time and energy. You're a creative guy. I'd rather those four hours you spend trying to get things going on the third floor, I'd rather you use that with going with dubs and creating more uh, Mojo and Weasel stuff. You know what? More comedy bits. Those 60-second ones that we play coming back from breaks. Yeah. That we used to. Before we got consumed with trying to make the money by appearances and gigs. Which never works anyway, because I've been in this business long long enough to know it goes in circles. Mm -hmm. And usually, no matter how hard we push on them, it's not our pushing that gets them done. 
it's they, they just come around, and you know, whenever they do come around, we'll do them, and whenever if they don't, we are going to stress about it. And that's why I'm telling you, dude, stay home with Tommy. Well, let's not go overboard. <laughs> right bits there. You guys come up together, execute them. Because I am completely with you. The reason I got into this business, the exact same reason as you, this this medium is so personal, we get to be with people four hours a night, five nights a week. And it's an escape. And I love it. I would do it for free. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that. That even if, if I weren't on the air, I'd probably do an internet show just so that I could do something. Because I love it that much. And we got caught up in the in the uh, in the drama, in the hubbub. But we need everyone to be focused, and that's why it drives me crazy during the day because you're not getting paid for that. And it's time to fix it. I will agree, something's happened to this show, and I don't know what it is. But we'll figure it out. And I have a few things to say, too. Third floor, I'm having a blast here. If you got anything for me, I'll do it right away. Uh, Catherine Dan, this has nothing to do with me. And I also have anything to say. Uh, I'll undercut devs by $100. I'll go, always go penny cheaper than Tommy. By the way, I tell you, that's where we screwed ourselves, too. We'll do it. We'll do it just to do it. We'll do it for free. That screwed us. Take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Call now to be a winner. It's time for the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Prizes include a pair of tickets to see Craig Ferguson at the Hard Rock Live. That's on a Sunday night, May 28th. More ticket information at Ticketmaster.com or 407-351-LIVE. Also, too, we have a $50 gift card to Music Shack. What's tonight's game, Matt Albert? It's called Cage Match. All right, what is the Cage idea? Cage Match. What's the idea behind the game? Cage match. I'm going to give you a quote from a Nick Cage movie. It's going to be from one of four movies. Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, or Raising Arizona. Your job is to tell me which movie the quote is from. Okay, so how many questions do you have? Fifteen. All right, fifteen questions. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, I guarantee I can get all of them right. (laughs) That's something to be proud of. Um, Why the Nicolas Cage quotes? He's the greatest actor of all time. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. You and Dubs genuinely have something for uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I I watched uh, National Treasure this weekend, which is a national treasure. Yes, it is. Gold. Hmm. They don't only find it. They create it. Yeah. Just the quips in that alone mm-hmm. rivals The Rock. Wow. Don't go too far, my friend. Oh, it's Disney. If they had some cursing, maybe it'd be The Rock. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to... All right, let's say you got to get two out of three correct to be a winner, all right? 
the Hide Outdoor Pride Blowout. The Hide Outdoor Pride Blowout. The Hide Outdoor Pride Blowout. Colleen, you're first up. You ready, Colleen? Yep, I'm ready. All right, here we go. you got to name which movie it's from. Uh, give the quote and then give her the choices, Matt. Okay. He's a fountain of misplaced rage. Name your cliche. Mother held him too much or not enough. Last pick to kickball, late night sneaky uncle, whatever. Now he's so angry that moments of levity actually cause him pain. Give him headaches. Happiness for that gentleman hurts. Con Air, face off The Rock or Raising Arizona. Where is it? Where is it from? It's a cage match. What do you got, Colleen? I would say that's from The Rock. No. I'm sorry. That, that was the evil Garland Green from uh, Con Air. Uh. <laughs> wow, I could care less. Come all right, on. here's your next one, uh, Colleen. Marietta Mangler. Uh, all right. <laughs> you are now property of Erewhon Prison, a citizen of nowhere. The Geneva Convention is void here. Amnesty International doesn't know we exist. When I say your ass belongs to me, I mean exactly that. Con Air, face off the rock or raising Arizona. Where's it from? Hot air. That was the rock. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Colleen. Thank you, sweetie. Gotta no, get face off. No, face off. Face off. Gotta oh get... yeah, that was when they had that uh, like that prison in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, the boots that mm-hmm. you know stick you. Got to get two out of three correct to be a winner. Cage match here in the High Down Real Radio 104.1. Cage match. Let's go to Fatty Deluxe in Ocala. You ready, Fatty? Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. You want to find an outlaw? Hire an outlaw. You want to find a Dunkin' Donuts? Call a cop. Where is it from? Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, or Raising Arizona? Raising Arizona. Good job. Leonard Small said it. Mm-hmm. Next. Smalls. <laughs> Your best? Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and F the prom queen. Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, or Raising Arizona? Ooh. New, no hits, huh? new segment here in the hideout, uh, Gay Game Shows. What? Real Radio 104.1. He is handsome. Though. I'll give you a hint. Go Bears. Right. Losers always talk about their best. Winners go home and F the prom queen. Excellent. I, I said it was the rock. Man. There it is. You're a winner. Good you job, like Fatty uh, Deluxe. Get two out of three. I do a great uh, uh, Sean Connery. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. That last guy sounded pretty gay. Your bear. I thought that was John Candy when he was having his heart attack. Close. Mm. Patrick and Daytona Beach, you next up. You ready, Patrick? Absolutely. All right, cage match. Cage match. Here in the hideout. Got to get two out of three. This is more enjoyable than my average day. Reading philosophy, avoiding gang rape in the washrooms. Though it's less of a problem these days, maybe I'm losing my sex appeal. Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, or Raising Arizona. Where's it from? The Rock. <laughs> Wonderful. Next for Patrick in the Cage Max here in the Hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Okay, this is referring to his wife. If this goes bad, you tell her I love her. She's my hummingbird, but I can't leave a man behind. You'll do that for me, won't you, Larkin? Uh, Con Air. Oh, there it is. Yeah, all right, you're my hummingbird. There's another winner in the gay game show here in the Hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Totally hitero. These are action movies. This cage isn't, match. This isn't serendipity or summer catch. Right, because you love such manly movies. Yeah, The Rock, Face Off, Con Air, three manly hey, movies. did you say an R on that, or was that mm, something else? Exactly. Mm. Okay. Let's go to Joe and St. Cloud. You ready, Joe? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Well, I've got to go. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to F. 
Conair, Face Off, The Rock, or Raising Arizona? Where's it from? Face Off. Face Off. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1 in the middle of the uh, Hideout Door Price Blowout. Greatest game of all time. Called Cage Match. Uh, apparently, it's quotes from Nicolas Cage movies. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you just say? Uh, Nicolas Cage movies. Radio! Radio! 104.1! Damn it, we're still here. Alright, uh, here's just... Bad, bad, real life dream. Here's just next one, Joe. Okay. I was just wondering what a black militant, that would be you, was doing taking orders from a white boy in a power truck. That'd be Con Air. Yep, there it is. You got it. Means to an end, my friend. A means to <laughs> an end. <laughs> Phil Lesko sounded, sounded pretty gay. EJ from the U, you're next up. You ready, EJ? Put the down. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. I'm hoping for a Swamp Thing reference in here somewhere. Yes. Well, where is it indeed? <laughs> well, what, a radio sign. well, which is it, young fella? You want, you want I should freeze or get down on the ground? Mean to say, if and I freeze, I can't rightly drop, and if and I drop, I'm going to be in motion. Where is it from? Con Air, Face Off the Rock, or Raising Arizona? That would be The Rock. No. Oh, Raising Arizona. Arizona, that's the one I haven't seen. <laughs> Old uh, Man in the Bank. Lucky. Okay, here's your next one, EJ, from the U. <laughs> all right. When all this is over, you'll go back home. It's over? Okay, great. We'll take a break, come back. <laughs> there you, sir. Radio. You don't have to finish it. It's, it's The Rock. There's Sean Connery talking. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Three words in. Everyone loves the love these quotes. Sean uh, Connery, you motorbank. All right, this is to be a winner, EJ. <laughs> if I were to send you flowers, where would I? No, let me rephrase that. If I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? Ooh. I don't know, but I'm going to say face off. Got it. You're a, winner. Right. You're a winner, EJ. You're a peach. <laughs> we had a questions yet? Nope. We got uh, four more. Oh. Nice. Jay and Longwood, you're next up. You ready, Jay? Well, let me, before we even go with the question, I know this movie so well, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. Follow me on this one. Okay. In the movie The Rock, Stanley Goodspeed says he's a square and he drives a beige Volvo. In the movie Face Off, the Nick Cage character steals a beige Volvo from a parking lot. Wow. And, and in the movie Con Air... He drops dead Dave Chappelle on onto a beige, a beige Volvo. Volvo. Nice. Yeah. Do you just want to give him a prize? <laughs> or do we need to make him earn it? I want to have the question. All right, here we go. All right. What if I told you Insane was working 50 hours a week in some office for 50 years, at the end of which they tell you to piss off, ending up in some retirement village hoping to die before suffering the indignity of trying to make it to the toilet on time? Wouldn't you consider that to be Insane? That's Garland Green, man. Got it. <laughs> Con Air. I'm so Love ashamed. Love that movie. Yeah. It's fabulous. Uh, it's a hideout. We're already one. Here's your second one, Jay. Okay. Isn't this religious? Ah, yes. The eternal battle between good and evil, Satan sinners. But you're still not having any fun. Where is it from? Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, The Rock, or Raising Arizona? Uh, that would be Face Off. Face Off. All right, you old Jay, congratulations. You were two for two. Castor Troy. It seems like Jay should be in your little network of friends. He Jay, should. Matt yeah. Albert, Jay Dubs. Email me uh, on my MySpace. Yeah, me too. Brandon Orlando, you're our last player. All right, man. Here we go. 
I mean it, honey. The world is being faxed to hell in a handcart. I really believe anyone thinking, even thinking of bringing a child into the world is coldly considering an act of cruelty. The Where's Rock. Arizona? No. The Rock. Stanley Goodspeed himself. Yeah. That was a good guess, though, I think. Uh, here's your next one. I'll tell you what, Brandon. If you can get this one right, you'll be a winner. Awesome. That's your forte, ain't it? Chasing down crooks and commies and stuff. That's your whole goddamn raison de choix, ain't it? Is it Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, or Raising Arizona? Uh, Face Off. Oh, Raising yeah, Raising Arizona, when you put in the little twang there, <laughs> I could tell every time. Well, that could be Face Off. I mean, not Face Off, but, uh, but uh, Con Air, too. Yeah. He had a twang in that one. Cameron Poe. Wasn't he from Georgia? Mm-hmm. Muhammad Bird. Georgian Peach. Well, there it is. Greatest game of all. Cage match. Cage That last guy sounded pretty gay. Face off. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Up next, it's the Hideout. You know, some things are making a comeback. Nick Cage? Uh, Gay porn? I think you boys would love it. Uh, Nice double feature of those, any of those movies. Oh, I'd love it. Oh. We couldn't get enough. It'd be a dream. I'll tell you what else is making a comeback next. Can maybe help you guys out. Next in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Um, all right, see, boys love Con Air. Yes, we do. And The Rock. And, and Face Off. With Nicolas Cage or whatever. National Treasure. You boys, uh. See, if, uh, like a driving or something was doing a double feature, you'd go? You'd go? Oh, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. I'd go to a 24 hour marathon. Be serious. No, I, I'm, I swear to God. Why? I love the Nick Cage movies. They're what entertaining. You like uh, Matrix? I like Nick Cage. Obviously, I'm the winner. I don't know about that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm hmm. not really a fan of either. So, uh, driving, though, like, would it be easier if you were going to do the 24 hour marathon? Would you rather do it in a movie theater or like a drive-in? Oh, drive-ins were the uh, the king. I I only got to go like three or four times over my lifetime, but every time it was great because uh, there was one pretty good movie and then one crap movie where you can just goof off in. All right, the drive-ins making a comeback. How so? I'm, it's just it's like they're beginning to pop up everywhere. Oh, they're starting to build new ones. Yeah. Wow. And the big difference, they say, with the drive-in is they're showing first-run movies now. Yeah, because that was the thing. You would get, like, kind of a late run of one movie and then a really, really late run of another movie. But they're starting to show them first-run. I can't remember really ever going. I remember going to the drive-in once, but not really... I went uh, to the drive-in... Remembering it, you know what I mean? I went to the drive-in once, and I saw Jurassic Park and Surviving the Game, double feature. That seemed like the other thing, too. There are always odd pairings. Mm-hmm. And there's always two theaters going, so like one theater would be showing two separate movies, like so you could look over and see the other movie going on, but you couldn't really hear it. Uh, the other one, and this is before I even knew about it, was Mallrats and Man's Best Friend. 
What's Man's Best Friend? I believe that's in the uh, Macaulay Culkin movie with the uh, dog. Yeah, and Ali Sheedy, I think. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and Leesburg here in the hideout. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, man, just want you guys to know there is still a drive-in theater here in Central Florida. It's up in Ocala. They show second-run movies, and it's pretty cool if you want to get tore up and watch a movie. Oh, really? Do they serve? They don't serve alcohol there, though, right? You, no. But you can bring your own? Yeah. Do you know what this is called? Car. I think it's like five bucks a car, and they show two second-run movies. Oh, get out of here. All right, thank you, John. All right, that's over in Ocala. Do they check the trunk for uh, people sneaking in? I heard there was one in Tampa, too. And you got to think about it. Your car is now essentially a living room. Yeah, it's uh, well, mostly because of the people like with the uh, big uh, SUVs and everything. They tend to have everything you need in there. They, they don't even need to go to the drive-in because they have a flip-down thing where you can just have the drive-in in your car. But uh, the the cars now have uh, some of them have refrigerators in them. All of them have like these heated or uh, cooling seats. All right, here's a pairing that I heard about that they had down in, a, I guess, the Tampa um, drive-in. Mm-hmm. Passion of the Christ, followed by Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. My chick said she saw that one. That's, r- that's ridiculous. I don't know, though. It's two totally different crowds, though. No, I think... The crowd is the people going to see the second movie, going to probably goof on the first. Or both of them are gory. It's true. I mean, if you're into blood, if that's your thing. Both of them have Walking Dead. Did they uh, cover that in Passion, the the resurrection? And no. Oh, okay. Well, like, for two seconds. Okay. At the very end, they just show he's not there anymore. Joe and Lakeland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Hey, they have another uh, drive-in theater right here in Lakeland. It's called the Silver Moon Drive-In Theater, and they show first-run movies. Wow. It's a double feature. The, the first one is usually, as soon as it hits the um, movie theaters, it's in the drive-in, and the second one's usually been out for a couple weeks. Okay, so do you know what's showing there now? Got any idea? Well, have you driven by it or anything? No, I haven't driven by there right now. I haven't, you, know, you can go online at silvermoondriveintheater.com, and it shows you what it is. It's only $3.50 for both movies. Oh, get the hell out of here. All right, that's fantastic. That's Thank awesome. You. All right, these drive-ins, I think you're really going to make a comeback. I, will, I always wondered why they faded away in the first place. I mean, you, you, the one thing you hate about going to the movies is the people around you. This shielded you from the people around you. I think the reason is because for certain movies, like let's say a Star Wars or a War of the Worlds, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you're guess you're not going to get that. the full like audio experience. But I guess that's changed now because they, they have Bose and all these different major uh, like uh, like speaker companies putting some really nice systems in the cars. And it, you know, if you have one of those cars, it... here's what I think they should do. Because you know, sometimes they have those FM modulators mm-hmm. that kick out the signal. Yeah, I think they should do that instead of that awkward little shell-looking thing that you have to hook into your drive-thru. No, that, that's what uh, the one that, uh, that I used to go to had. It said tune your radio, right when you pulled in, it said tune your radio to 88 point whatever. Oh, I didn't and, know that. And uh, then the movie just played right through there. I always thought you had to attach that thing to your car window. A lot of them did, but uh, uh, the ones that did stick around, they did move over to the FM modulator just because it was cheaper because they didn't have to keep on um, you know, doing the, the whole uh, upkeep on the speakers. Calvin and Lakeland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Calvin? Hey, 
I'm not sure, but I might have missed it. A uh, guy before me might have called. Uh, there is one here in Lakeland, uh, Drive-In Theater. Yeah, that's what he said. There's one in Lakeland. Yeah, they do sell beer there, too. They sell alcohol, too. Okay, now that is... The one time you can sit in your car cool. and drink. That is very cool. Philip in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What's up, Philip? Hey, nothing better, man, than pulling up to a drive-in movie theater when I was a kid, watching Saturday Night Live, and uh, or um, excuse me, Saturday Night Fever, swinging on the swing sets while your mom and dad are in the car telling you to go away, bro. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so they can get their action on. Yeah, I I remember getting sent away from uh, the car to go get food, and uh, you know, because they did have some speakers up uh, where you can get food. And there's video games and everything up there. I remember getting sent away for a good half hour, 45 minutes. I say we make a little trip down to Lakeland and go do the drive-in. I'm all about it. I think that would be a blast. Yeah, either you and your conversion van. That could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Or me and my Scion. Just the whole show. Just the whole night of the movies. No chicks. Night of the drive-in. No chicks, just us. The boys. Four grown men. Five. Five grown men sitting in a uh, in a. Who are you leaving out there, Dubs? Matt. Uh, I don't take offense then. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Up next on the hideout. How can you forget him? Because of him, I don't know. We may have to take two cars. That's true. All right. So the driving's making a comeback. We just hook a car radio onto his back. Watch from there. I've got some things that I think should also make a comeback. And I want to know whether or not you agree. I'll give you two of them real fast, and we can talk about them. Okay. Hair down there and new Coke. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's Tuesday night. Driving, making a comeback. Which is very exciting. I always wondered why those uh, kind of faded away. Mostly in the north, but uh, all over the country, they really faded fast for a while there. I think it was probably because of the big kind of eye candy, stupid movies, you know, where it's just, you know, like a Independence Day or Con Air. Didn't they kind of uh, fade before that, though, or was that right around the time? I think so. Just when movies started getting a lot more sound effect, CGI kind of based. Mm-hmm. I've never, ever been to a drive-in. I don't think I've even seen one anywhere where I've lived. When well, D.C., I don't even like, know if you could afford to have the space. Like, it takes up a lot of room. I don't know if you would even want to give that up. It's such prime real estate. I'd always heard that, oh, years ago there was a drive-in here or whatever, but I, like, you know, never even drove past any that were, like, shut down or anything. Yeah, they had them in Dallas. I mean, in, in the South, they were probably pretty common. And why was it so sad when you drive drive by a drive-thru that wasn't open anymore? And it just Drive-in? Really, yeah. Uh, drive-in that just wasn't open anymore, and it was all tore down and half, like, uh, one of the screens is still half up. It always seemed sad to me. Good days gone. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's some things. Let me see if you'd be interested in them making a comeback, since the drive-in's making a comeback. All right. How about a choose-your-own-adventure book? Do you think that's something that you would be into, like, as an adult almost? Like, if they made 
adult like a, versions. Like a Tom Clancy Choose Your Own Adventure? Or a Michael Crichton or something like that? I, I Those were my favorite books when I was growing up. That was the only way you could get me to read if it was a Choose Your Own Adventure. I completely agree. And it, the greatest thing about it was, you know, you choose your own uh, path to go, and if it leads you down a path you didn't want to go on, you I just flip right back to that old page you were on. See, I was the kid that would always go to both. Like, I would kind of read the first paragraph of each one and then decide, hey. Or if it was like a really bad book, but I wanted to say I finished it, I would go to the uh, the choice that got me like right to the end uh, and death, you know? Man, Choose Your Adventures were cool. Somehow you guys managed to cheat at reading. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good job. You're right. No, it's true. I had my mom read those books to me, so I didn't actually have to do the work myself. Oh, well, then what the hell? That's even more cheating. No, I still listened well. Damn it. All right, so we're saying yes to a Choose Your Own Adventure book? Yes, I would love to have those come back. Lowrider in Orlando. What do you got, Lowrider? Couple things I'd like to say, F.A. Uh, first thing I'd like to bring back would be my buddy, of course. Oh, my buddy. Yeah. How about kid's sister? I, now, what did what did my buddy? I know it was my buddy and me. But my buddy. What did he even do? Was my he, buddy. That's was, right. He's no just idea. your buddy. He didn't really do anything. He was just your buddy that was going to be there with you at all times when you're in the sandbox, playground, or going to bed. I, I got one of those, Matt Albert. Just mine's overstuffed. I had a little black one. They made black my buddies? Yeah. What was it called, my brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> my bro-ham. <laughs> my dog. I, I didn't so even... cuz. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know they even made black versions of my buddy. They made black versions of my, uh, Barbie. Really? I knew that. Or like, her name's like Kenyatta or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. There's, like, Puerto Rican versions, too. Yeah. All right, hold on. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, other things to make a comeback. Hold on. My buddy, writing that one down. What do you have, Chunks? Oh, Mad Libs, like an adult version of that, maybe. What was Mad Libs? That's the one where uh, you had a scenario, and it would list out a story, but it would leave, like, the adjectives and the nouns and the verbs and the adverbs blank, and you had to put in... Those words, and it would make it all sound silly. Like, it would say, Sally blanked to the store. You know what I mean? Right. So, it, of course, you'd fill it in, you know, with with an adjective. But uh, Yeah, Mad Libs were great. I don't really remember Mad Libs. Yeah, and you'd always fill it in with something dirty. Yeah, th- that's what made it great. But going back to the Barbie thing, mm-hmm. apparently Barbie also had black friends in uh, 1967. <laughs> it was called Colored Francie. Whoa! Are you kidding me? That's what it says here. Roger and Longwood, you're in the hideout. What's up, Roger? Yeah, did anybody speak about bringing back casual sex, you know, free love 60s and 70s when you only had to worry about, you know, like gonorrhea or something? You know, that was great days. I, I actually, I know you're not going to believe me, I have it written down exactly the way you termed it, casual sex. Just the good old days, and mine was the same rationale as you, Roger. You just didn't have to worry about a... Disease ending your life. That's the yep. pro- that's the problem though. It's not that easy to bring back. Not like a uh, a uh, uh, drive-in. You can't right kind of build a uh, build an immune system for yourself that uh, will uh, block you to be able to have casual sex again. I, I'm with you on that one, Roger. Good call. Thank you. All right, buddy. great listening, guys. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. 
just imagine how cool it would have been in the, you know, early 70s, like he said, 60s, and chicks, you know, were into just giving out their body. The only thing I don't like thinking about that is the bad hairstyles up top and down there. Well, I was going to say, bring back that. Bring back the hair down there. Oh, no. Not a big fan of that. Uh, uh, Jean jackets. No. <laughs> you want to bring, That's something you like to see make a comeback? I'd wear one. Denim? If I could find a jean jacket now, I'd wear it every Salvation day. Salvation Army. Really? I'm sure you could find a jean jacket at the Salvation Army. No doubt. Don't get my hopes up. We're in Florida. Are you gonna are you gonna cut the sleeves off? Of course. Yeah. Is there anywhere else to wear them? Definitely. A nice black shirt underneath them, like stonewashed, like your Brian Bosworth. Nick in Orlando, <laughs> you're in the hideout. What's up, Nick? Hey, um, I heard you guys talking about Mad Libs, and they actually do have an adult Mad Lib book. Oh, do they? Yeah, and you fill it in. It's like you know all dirty stories, and you have to fill in the words. Okay, now, what did you probably get something like this at a Spencer's or something, or just any like Barnes and Noble? I believe I found mine at Spencer's, but I'm sure they would also have it at, you know, an adult store. All right, Mad Libs. I appreciate the heads up. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Final hour of the Hideout on a Tuesday night, Row Radio 104.1. 407 888-978-1041, on your singular wireless phone. If you want to be a part of the Hideout. Just thinking about it. And with gas prices and everything, we're talking about stuff that should make a comeback. How about the horse as a mode for transportation? Well, you'll see uh, horse cops out there. Yeah, that's bad, man. Too much do. Because, <laughs> you know, they leave do. <laughs> do. I, but I think you could get around half that. Retarded. Oh, man. Half I think you can get around that. Might as well bring back the plague with all the diseases from the horse, too. <laughs> horse flies. Nah, that's no good. I think it's going to have to happen at some point. I mean, you're riding a bike. What would you rather ride, a bike or a horse? I actually would rather ride a bike. Yeah. Horses, they tend to sometimes have their own mind and want to go where they want to go. And I ain't going to get in the horse's way and say, hey, horse, this is where I want to go. But it would almost be like having a dog, like a dog you could ride. Way too big to have in the house, though. That dog can't. I mean, that uh, horse, he can't spoon with at night. I don't want to know what's going on with you and your new chick dog. Hey, huh? Christopher Reeve thought it was a good idea. All right. <laughs> See, why bring him into it? All right, so there's one example, okay? You know what I wish we'd go back to the days of? Hmm. Your car just being a regular mode of transportation. You know, like, that's all it is. It's from It's to get you from point A to point B. What does it become now? I know, we touched on it briefly last week, and I went to hideoutheretics.net, and they're having a great discussion on it. But I genuinely think with all these street racers, mm-hmm. you know, the last, the car last week, 20-year-old guy, I guess, uh, died going 100 miles an hour with a stupid car. You know, it's an extension. The car is now the extension of your penis. Hasn't that always been the case? You've watched Grease. Asian people? You've seen uh, you've seen uh, Home Improvement. Tool the til- uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor always beefing up his car. I just I wish it was, but it wasn't always that way, and it seems like it's that way more than ever. Now, hmm, yeah, like, the- the, like the insides used to be all generic. You know, there was never you know there was leather and stuff like that. 
Well, it's not even the leather, but it's like, example, these uh, the tail fins or spoilers, I yeah, guess the they spoilers. call them. The one that we pooed on, dude on, on your car. <laughs> Poo. Poo-doo. Uh, and my friend, just a redneck, gets the Flowmaster. Mm-hmm. A noisy muffler. That's one thing I've never understood is why, why it, it really, I've driven cars that they changed over from regular muffler to a Flowmaster, and it never really improved the car's performance at all that I saw. Just they just like, made it louder. Aren't they like 400 bucks to put, a, yeah. like, just to buy? And all it does is just make it loud. And let me ask you, why do cars even have to go that fast? What's the point of having a car that's going to go 100 miles an hour? I've never really understood why, because it, it you're selling something that basically is going to be illegal if you take it that fast. It, you know? it is illegal. And uh, it, I would say that, um, that there's rarely any time when you can go over 75 in this country. I mean, So I know, maybe 75 should be the peak. I know places like Montana. Have that safe and responsible rule. Right. But 100 miles an hour never falls under the safe and responsible rule, I don't think. Heretic TL, you're in the hideout. What's up, TL? Hey, I was just talking about, oh, I wanted to talk about things you guys wish would come back. And uh, you kind of touched on it already, but does anybody remember a time, uh, even remember back when gas was below $2 a gallon? You know, it's so funny. I was watching an episode of ER, and I guess they were doing some sort of cross-country t- trip. And they're they in the, drove by a, uh... Yeah, they're in the middle of, I don't know, Arizona or something. Gas prices were 159 and I'm just thinking to myself, wow. Wonderful. What it would be f- to have a buck fifty-nine for gas. And I'm sure then everybody thought it was, oh, it's a dollar fifty-nine. It's way out of control. Oh, yeah. If it was one fifty-nine before, I'd, be, I'd, I'd, I'd drive around buying a place that was one thirty. Yeah. You know what's funny, uh, Heretic TL? You're yeah. right. I don't remember the dollar days. Like, I remember when it was like 97 cents. And then before I knew it, it was like two bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the time in between, really. All right. Thank you, TL. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to come off. Bradley, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Bradley? Hi, I want to bring back women's servitude. <laughs> Get away from me, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that one just, Bradley just hasn't developed yet. No, Bradley's not going to work out. I, I think this bitch should stay in the kitchen. <laughs> the hell? What? <laughs> what did you say? I said get those whores back in the kitchen. All right. He's taking a poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bradley hadn't quite come around yet. Now, uh... Oddly enough, he's my favorite caller. Because <laughs> you're having fun doing them. It's a little too much. Chunks uh, thought up maybe uh, bring back the malt shops. Like a Johnny Rockets already exists. But, like, you know, just like the ones where you go in, you get a malt. You know, not a, not a burger malt shop where they, you know, they kind of have the malt as a secondary. When the malt was the uh, the, the main thing there. Yeah, they were good as hell, too. They were always so hard. You always wanted to eat them up, but they're just too damn hard to dig into. And then you had to wait for them to melt, and then they'd basically be a uh, melted shake. You know... Uh, Dubs, you, made it, you brought up an, a really good point. So basically, car dealers are selling you something that ha- that is illegal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, even the uh, commercials, they show these people flying around and everything, and uh, it, 
they kind of sell you on this thing can, uh, you know, kill the speed limit. And you can make these turns without safety as a concern. Mm-hmm. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, I'll have you. How you doing, man? All right, bro. Hey, let me tell you how bright these little punk-ass kids are in these little sports cars they call race cars. Uh-huh. You know, most of these little cars are front-wheel drives, but yet they put these big spoilers on the back. Do you know the purpose of a spoiler? I don't. Well, when you go at high rates of, high rates of speed, the air pushes on the spoiler, which pushes on the rear of the car, which gives you better traction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when you put it on a front-wheel drive car, you basically defeat the whole purpose, and you get less traction. Huh. It kind of shows you how stupid some of these guys really are. So they don't even have uh I that's actually pretty funny. They're just defeating the purpose. They think it that it's making them go faster, but it's not. It, it, they're a menace to the freaking road because they're, they're causing less traction on their vehicle, which they think they are actually going faster, but they're actually stupid. All right. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. I didn't know that. KC and Port Orange are in the hideout of road radio. What do you got, KC? Hey, hideout, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, I remember a time back when I was a little kid, because I'm 18 now, but my parents flew me out to California because they figured I wanted to hang out with my grandparents before they died, and I remember because I got my mouth washed out with soap because I said, holy S, the gas, expensive gas is $1.40 out here. <laughs> All right, but then you get, all right, that's an interesting thing, Casey, bringing uh, back them washing out your mouth with soap. But now it's all antibacterial, and it's squirt soap. So how many squirts? Well, I've had the uh, the dish soap in the mouth before. Oh, that's for got... saying hell over at a babysitter's house that I had. Oh, it was nasty. I right, couldn't bon- get it out for for days. Our bong sweat says that Porsche put a model out six or seven years ago that could reach seventy miles an hour in first gear, and it was a six speed. It's just so wrong. Oh. Basically encouraging, break the law. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to a cop once. He had pulled me over. Actually, he had pulled someone over before. He was going in excess of 100 miles an hour. He said at night, the human brain can't calculate enough. Like uh, it, it outruns the headlights, basically. So when you go start going over 100 miles an hour, you're outrunning your headlights. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, that, that's something they teach you in driver's training is, like, you know, if you're going over a certain speed with your headlights you will not be able to stop uh, safely for anything that would run out in front of you because your headlights haven't reached yet and you, uh, the brake time isn't going to match. You think that's part of the problem? Because they brought that up on the uh, thread on hideoutheretics.net. Is that it's too easy to get your license nowadays. Mm-hmm. Well, not for everyone. Yeah, Matt Albert took nine tries. Seriously, <laughs> nine tries. They finally I don't just, understand that. They just gave it to him. I need a spoiler. That's what I need. <laughs> mm. Something to balance the traction in the front coming yeah, You've you. never let one thing spoil in day in your life. <laughs> Everything's eaten right away. Patty in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Patty? Hey, how's the, how you guys doing? All right, dude. Hey, uh, how would it, how good would it be to have full-service gas stations? Here's the problem, though. I mean, I'll You always a... paid extra at those, and now it'd be Well, insane. you don't really have to. I mean, it's not really extra. People just expect to be tipped. Well, no, like every time we had a full service around, uh, I would always see the the price would be pro- about ten cents more expensive than uh, wherever else you were going. Where was I recently that I saw full service? Were you back in Texas? I had to. I know Jersey parlor. I think Jersey, it's a law that they all have to be full service for some reason. I think. Oh I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think I was in a ritzy part of town. I guess in Dallas. 
and it was essentially all full service where people weren't it was it was coming back people weren't getting out of their cars it was full service all right strat says bring back the uh mcrib oh i love the mcrib and they will bring it back every once in a while arch deluxe i remember that one being pretty good really I always heard uh, people complain about the Arch Deluxe. BLT. It's the Hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's the Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. hideout. I'm thinking about this. Is the car the only thing that's an extension of our penises, or is there more? I got like two or three that I think are absolutely it, but I don't think people want to admit it. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll try to think of some, too, but the car is the big one. I don't know. I think there are a couple more that are bigger. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Mickey in Daytona, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's up, Mickey? What's up, guys? What you got? Love you, love you, love you. Thank you. I've got the perfect extension. It's bigger than the than the automobile. Okay. It's the television. The big screen TV is a direct extension. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mickey, I think you have bring up a very interesting point that, yeah, these televisions now are becoming like an extension of your manhood, where the bigger the television, the better, the more of a man you are, I guess, Mickey. Uh, I think, I'm I think 52 you're right. Fifty-two inches of man, I'll tell you that much. And I think that's what's funny. I mean, they're about to come out with a 103-inch screen. But that thing will be, what, like 30,000? So? I would love to have it. I'm not going to lie. I would love to put that thing on layaway. Are you even done paying off this last one? Of course I am. I've been done for like a year now. You're ready to upgrade, aren't you? Mm-hmm. All right, I will say this. As, as far as being an extension of your manhood, more than the television, the remote control. Oh, what are you talking about? I have a, a nice big remote control that lights up and changes faces as I go to yeah. different things. Dubs is you have to push different buttons on it to make different parts of this remote light up. No, you need to, if you want to uh, control the VCR with it, you press one thing and the whole thing changes, and then uh, the TV, you press the TV, the whole thing changes, satellite. What is it about, I, is it because you feel like you're lacking, or? I just like shiny things. But there's something especially about the remote that's phallic. Well, yeah, because you are just sitting there playing with it the whole time when you're watching TV. Yeah, you know? like usually it's the remote in one hand and you in the other. Mm-hmm. Really, I would have me in both hands. Mm. Well, some of us take that kind of uh, attention. I meant front and back. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. No, I'm on the same page. I think that the remote control is definitely, and I don't think any woman would disagree because I think that's why men hold on to that remote control and they can't let it go. Well, it's a control thing too. You know, when you you do not want to be stuck in uh, in TV hell by letting your your chick have it, and then she starts putting on Lifetime, unless it's uh, Golden Girls time, then no one complains. James and I, four year in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey, what's up? A couple of things. Uh, one, first of all, uh, the remote control used to be able to have, uh, they have watches that had a remote control on it. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could 
uh, use it on just about any any TV. You go into a bar and look what kind of TV you got, and you can put it on any channel you wanted to watch. You know, the bartenders be changing it, <laughs> look, and they'd be, damn, what the hell's wrong with this television? You <laughs> that know, sounds they cool. switch it back. Where can you find one of those? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh, you get those things anywhere, man. They're cheap, too. Okay. And uh, another thing, uh, was uh, bring back uh, getting your driver's license where you have to take it in English only. See, I would I would say, for depending on the country, like if it was in France, you know, it would be French only, you know, this, that, and the other. The problem is that these people are going to drive anyway. I'd want them to learn correctly, regardless of the language. So even if we need to say, all right, we'll flip it over into Spanish or to Chinese or Japanese or something, I'd rather them learn correctly in their native tongue our rules here. How about this? Then you have all, your own little area for those types of teachings instead of uh, having someone who speaks just a little bit of Spanish but mostly English up at the front desk uh, trying to get through all this thing when it really isn't going to go as quickly as a person English that speaks primarily English. I'm down with that. I mean, that's kind of a segregating thing. But no, it's just like a, I think it's an efficiency thing, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not, hey, you guys should go to your own building and do your own test. Just have their own line where someone is very fluent in that language instead of someone who... Took a few years in college, but really has no idea. Stamper in Bear Lake, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, what's going on, guys? You're talking about the extensions of penises. Mm-hmm. These jackasses that insist on having pit bulls are even more. You, you know what? Cars. The uh, the dangerous dog thing. Yeah, yeah like the one the one day. Wiener, but I sure got me a mean pit bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a pit bull. I guess more than anything else would be an extension, a mean animal like that, or a snake. Or something yeah. stupid like a tiger. I think you're right. Is an extension of your manhood. All right, good one on that one, Stamper. What about uh, you know how people have to get those big, massive grills that they sell, like the things that are like 30 feet long. I love a grill. Yeah, <laughs> that would be mine. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I a 30 foot one. long one. There's not even. Oh. Trust me, you can never have uh, too much room on your grill. It just gives you more spacing between the meat. If you if you're only cooking two steaks, you do one uh, 20 feet away from each other. Right. All right. Here's a big one. I got two of them. All right. A motorcycle. Is it, a motorcycle is absolutely an extension of your penis. Uh huh. I mean, the, the motorcycle, like the big one. Yeah, I can see people driving like the smaller bikes and everything. Not like the crotch rockets, but like just like the smaller, more gas fishing ones. Like a scooter? Yeah, just for. I don't think that's an extension of the penis. I think that's just because that's all they can afford to drive around. But the people who just have like the huge, crazy bikes. Yeah. I think that it. I, I just. Am I wrong on that one? That the motorcycle is absolutely an extension? Like it's like, hey, I'm a man. It's a motorcycle. That and a big truck? I'll tell. Oh. Oh, yeah, the the big mud tires on the truck. What are you going to do if you go start hanging out with some guy who, like, is a friend, like a fan of the show, and then you go to his house, and he has a big TV, a motorcycle, and a big truck? You're just going to, like, point and laugh I'm at it? I'm not going to make out with him, because I know I'm not going to be pleased with what comes in the end. Well, you could make out with that. Hmm? Mm, nothing. Mm, nothing. Well, even dropping that one, even though it was after 10. Where's are my you... other hand? Here's another one. Work in the back. Here's another one, too, that I think is an extension. Yeah, I'm in the back a lot. <laughs> nudge, nudge. It's an extension. What is it? A cigar. 
I think, every once in a while, I think a nice cigar is good for you, but uh, I don't think uh, you know having one in your hand at all times. There's a, there's no reason for it. I think that's a substitute for being able to hold yourself, just like a remote. No, I, I would have to agree. I mean, it, it does fit the shape at least. I mean, I it's, mean it, it's an easy. It is a penis. It's, it's an easy to, conclusion to come to. And you're just kind of always holding on to it. But the puffing on it part, I, I don't want to think that every every guy that puffs on a cigar is. I'm not saying everyone, but I just I think that a cigar is an extension, somewhat of your penis. Mike in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? That's dead wrong because the guy on your show that rides a bike, not on your show, but on 104.1. Mm-hmm. Shannon. It's Shannon. A buddy of mine knows a, somebody who dated. All oh, right. Well, I don't want to get into personal life, but what? But he's hung like a donkey. <laughs> I, I'm not saying. Look, here's the thing. It's, it, it's not a. Uh, it's not making up for the size of your penis. It's just an extension to it. Yeah, I think it's, it's just to show you're a man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't and think it's. In, I don't think it's anything true. about being small. And then the bad thing is when you get married, the uh, old lady cuts your extension off. All right, that's true. Meaning you got to sell the bike. Because I'll tell you, when I was learning to ride a motorcycle, down in Orlando Harley-Davidson, mm-hmm. when I was on that thing, I felt like more of a man. Big fat fat boy between your legs. Actually, it was a Buell. <laughs> right in a soft tail. Just sitting there on a hog. Two hands full. <laughs> Wearing leather. Phil and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Phil? What's happening, guys? What you got? Hey, I got a, I got a buddy that's got all the above, all the the big TV, the big truck. He's got this big jacked up am- avalanche that he opens the door and a rope ladder has to fall out so he can get his four <laughs> ass up in there. And he's he, got the fast motorcycle. He's just he's he's crazy. Is he this guy? Now let me let me let's analyze your buddy for a second. Is does anything about him stick out to you? Like is he a man's man? Is he? No, he's he's like four foot three. Pretty much looks like a small little twelve year old boy to me. Okay. Yeah. Do you yeah, think so? Oh, this actually makes sense though. So he's kind of using all this stuff to make up for the whole like it's almost his version of the Napoleon complex. I think so, man. He's got little kids chasing around the neighborhood looking for Lucky Charms. <laughs> all right, thank you, Phil. All right, corpse says the guitar is an extension of the penis. So if you play the guitar, uh, it can be some kind of hey, uh, this makes me more manly. Have you ever talked to chicks about b- guitar players? Mm-mm. Why do you think they're sexy? Because most chicks, when it comes to guitars, the guitar is something that's very phallic to them. Because you think about it, you're sitting there, a lot of times they hold it. Right around the crotchal region. They hold it against the crotch, and it extends out. Yeah, and they're just running and, their hands across it and back and forth. And they're working it. Back and forth, back and forth, over and over again, back and forth. Calm down. Sorry. I need to wash my hand. I'm telling you, dude, you ask any chick, and uh, they think that that, like, you know, guitar player's sexy, and it's because of that reason. What about the drummer? Oh, I don't know why the drummer doesn't get as much run. Because he's, he's holding those things the whole time. Well, if you're going to go with that, the bass player. I mean, the bass is longer than the guitar, The bass player's you know? always fat. 
<laughs> Didn't you say you wanted to play bass chunks? Yes. Don't you have a Rottweiler? Or a Pitbull? No. Oh. Must be some other fat guy I'm thinking of. Back home, I got a little lap dog. It's like a little eight-pound dog. Really? Yeah. It's a Bichon. What's a Bichon? It's like one of them little fruity dogs. What he likes to give in a uh, men's restaurant. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping it up on a Tuesday night here in the hideout. Ladies first in the hideout whenever you call. Carol in Winter Park. What do you got, Carol? Well, you know, you were talking about women liking guitar players. Mm-hmm. We don't like guitar players. We like drummers. Really? I, I don't know. Every chick I've ever talked to, you're not talking about the uh, the drummer. You're not talking about uh, Dave Grohl when he was with the Fufa or when he was with the Nirvana. It's always Jimi Hendrix. It's always guys no, like that who play the, the guitar. drummers and the way they handle the sticks. Hmm. Two at a time? Hmm. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carol. Uh, now, uh, the uh, guitar player, I would say there's something phallic there, and the uh, the lead singer, of course, holding the mic like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we have an update on Bike Curious BJ. And, of course, behind the Bike Curious is the documentary that we filmed. Uh, with the help of our uh, documentary filmmaker, Soth. And we're going to debut it, I guess, at the Monster Anniversary Show. Mm-hmm. Chunks, get in here. What are the issues as far as debuting this at the anniversary show? Which, by the way, we'll be broadcasting live from this Friday night. And I have a big announcement about VJ. We, uh, we'll be doing the, uh, I guess, fourth annual Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. I have all my slots filled except for one. Yeah, I gotta go through. Ew. Again, you can look at last the year's back one? on uh, RealRadio.fm, the hideout page. Where's my hand? <laughs> do we know? Do we have? Are, is everything worked out so we can show this at the anniversary show or no? Um, we might. We're pretty good on time. I think uh, you were saying something like go with the extended trailer and debut it later. That might be the way to go. Oh, it's that's gotta, the way we're going to do it. It's got to be, I think, within a range of five to seven minutes. All right, that's perfect. Yeah. That's absolutely perfect. Five to seven minutes, and actually as quickly as possible, because Jimmy D is actually collaborating all of the monster clips, and he'd like to grab ours. Okay. Consolidate it so that uh, it, he can show it. And I think the time that, that he actually might slate it at is right as we're about to sign off. So around 9.45 would probably be the time that we, he would have it slotted for, I believe. Oh, wow. So I was thinking it would be shown while people are just walking in. It, it's it's going to be one or the other. Jimmy D said that would be the best time to probably do it. Well, I don't right want, after SBK's. I don't so. want to interrupt. I mean, no, I don't want to interrupt anybody's rocking. You know, I know, I know SBK is going to perform and it's going to be badass and I know they're going to be clips. I was thinking before the show, you know, before SBK's people were filing in, if they want to show up early. I just want to make sure Russ is okay with that, because that's what I talked to him. If they wanted to show the Behind the Bike Curious, then, I think it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love it, but that's not what we're asking for. I, you know, just as people, you know, get there early, get there early enough, you can see the Behind the Bike Curious uh, extended trailer. Yeah, more than anything, it probably will be earlier, because I think that'd be better off with people. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt the flow, because, you know, it's the Monster Show and SBK performing. I don't want... You know, We're just there to help out, and I don't want to. I don't want to kind of throw our 
little stuff right in the middle that when you know it, they've been pushing all this other stuff for so long. Right. You know, I'm I'm thinking, hey, get there early so you can see the behind the bicurious trailer. Yeah, but I guess the sooner that Jimmy D gets that, the better. Okay. So that uh, he can. Well, that's cool. That's good enough. Now, what's the update, J Dubs? Bicurious BJ will be returning to Central Florida. When? Tomorrow morning. Shut the hell up. He's jumping on a plane at 7 a.m. He's going to be here tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. Right around 9.30-ish. Didn't he just leave like three days ago? Yes. I think he's staying. Wow, that was a waste of money. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's going back, bro. I think you're yeah, going to have he, a new roommate. He'll go back. Um, This is all part of his plan to never return to his girlfriend's place again. Really? Mm-hmm. Did they have a fight? Yeah, but uh, she kind of kicked him out of her place. But she will give him a ride tomorrow morning to uh, the airport. <laughs> okay. Now, Soft, I'm sure a document, documentary filmmaker is going ape-ass right now. Because this just means more material oh, yeah. for Behind the Bicurious. We can actually show him at the Monster Anniversary show watching the extended trailer. And then have him running around in the crowd. Here's the thing. we got to get a ticket for BJ, and we got to get a ticket for Soph for Friday. All right? That they're, shouldn't be a problem. They're part of the crew. we got to get them in. Oh, also, too, i got to ask you, Dubs. I might have, and you, you're related to him, so mm-hmm. you can speak for him. I might have kind of embellished some things when I was, like, writing the narration. Is that cool? I'm, like, for instance, he might have been abused by his parents. <laughs> I agree. And, so, uh... He might have rubbed one out to David Hasselhoff. I'm sure he's done worse. And he's quite racist. Yeah, that's right around the uh, BJ I know. All right, cool. Just as long as I got, uh, you know, the go-ahead. All right. So he will be here tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. How long is he staying? How's he getting back? Uh, His dad drives a truck, and uh, his dad will be in the Central Florida area tomorrow. Uh, Not tomorrow, but uh, next week, early next week. And we'll be taking him back. Oh, God. Okay. So, Bike Curious BJ, I guess we'll be back in studio tomorrow night. And we'll be with us at the Monster Anniversary Show. Yes, he will. I'm excited. What did he get? I guess we'll find out tomorrow night what I, he got I blame kicked you. out for. Why me? Because you keep on getting You got to get out here, man. You got to get out here for this. And now he feels like he has to get out here. No, I told him he didn't have to come out for the extended trailer at the anniversary show. And now I have to have him in my place for God knows when, because I, I remember when he got stuck out at uh, in uh, in uh, Arkansas because his dad forgot to come pick him up. That's right. Didn't Cameron I'll have to pay for the, the ticket? Pull. Yeah, Cameron was going to pay for his ticket back. But it didn't end up going through or something like that. Oh, Cameron didn't pay for the ticket? No. Mm. Shocker. So he was just oh, wow. a stunt. That's true. All right. Well, this sounds fantastic, Dubs. Did Great. your chick know that he's coming in? Yes. What'd she say? She's like, this isn't going to become a uh, normal thing. Why not? He's only visited once in, what, the last three years? <laughs> yeah, and that was a week and a half ago. Was it a week and a half ago, or was it last week, or like a half a week ago? No, it was like no, the 11th. He left last Monday. Yeah. Okay, all right. So it's been a little time then. So he'll it'll be exactly a week and a half when he gets out here. This is great for the show.
horrible for my personal life. Please, you got a dog, you got BJ, you got your cat. Exactly, there's no room in my one-bedroom apartment for all this crap. All those extensions of your penis? Nowhere to put it. You know, BJ, though, do you think he's coming back to talk to the the bacon-face-looking chick that he was chatting with in the computer? He is engaged to somebody. I didn't even talk about this yet. He he told this one fat, fat lady from Maitland uh, on the Internet that he would marry her. What? What? (laughs) And she believes that they were talking for, like, four days straight. And, uh... No! So I guarantee he's at least going to bang her while he's down here. Oh, my God. Is he? Does she listen to the show? I don't think so. He never brought that up. Very hefty girl, though. Set all kinds of nudes to him. Oh, when did this happen? In the time that he's been back to Michigan? No, this happened. This is while he was down here. Actually, I have his email address. I'll, I'll try to go in there. and uh, and. Uh, all right, let's take a break and come back. Oh, boy, oh, boy. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Uh, dubs, just because it's such a good one, and we already talked about it and wrapped up the conversation, but about extensions of your penis. Yeah. Guns, brought up by the water boy. Wes the water boy. I think he's right about that. Guys who collect guns. Yeah, gun uh, gun collectors or like uh, the ones who will open up a whole stand at a at like a uh, one of those uh, gun shows. Those guys tend to have some kind of penis thing. Um. All right, Dubs heard it first in the hideout. There's some big breaking news. Really? Yes. What happened? Let's see here. It looks like Tony Snow will be the next White House spokesperson. Okay. What's his deal? Um, I believe his name is Tony Snow. Is that right? The guy from Fox News? Yes. The guy that just recovered from... That's ridiculous. Conservative pundit Tony Snow will be named the White House press secretary. (laughs) In an effort to remake uh, his troubled White House. Yeah, the White House has never had any real ties with Fox News. Not a one. It's not at all a mouthpiece for the White House and the Republican Party. Oh, wait, one of their guys is going to be the press secretary. And that's not going to bleed over into anything now. No, not at all. But you think that's big news? No, no, no. Bigger? Um, Ricky Williams has been suspended for the 2016 season by the NFL. I saw that one coming. Violating the league's substance abuse policy for the fourth time. Yeah, they've been uh, holding out on making any decision on that, and I don't know why. That could have been uh, done months ago. But it appears as if it is going uh, to be a reality. He didn't really do a whole lot for the team last year anyway. Why? They were trying to work him back. I cannot believe uh, Tony Snow is going to be... The White House press secretary. Makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, it's just, I'm glad they're not even hiding it anymore. 
So they'll deny it still, but they aren't really hiding it. Um, lost actress Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Pled guilty to, on Tuesday to a count of drunk driving or driving under the influence, and has chosen to pay the $500 fine and spend the five days in jail rather than two, 240 hours of community service. I, you know what? I would do the same thing. I'd choose a, a short jail stint over uh, community service because community service tends to be worse. Okay, now, one of the hair chicks, I guess, is uh, going through a... A time, a, you know, she's having personal issues. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who it is. I think I know. But she wants BJ to call her when oh, she's really? in town. Yeah. He's online, so should I just cut and paste it? I'll just send it to him on, uh, in, on MySpace. So. I'll be talking to him tonight, so I'll uh, I'll make sure he gets the message. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send him the message. I was going to send it to him on his IM. But I was thinking that... Uh, Not a good idea. Yeah. Don't send it to him yet. Uh, let me tell him what's coming. Or save it and whatever. All right, I'll send it to you. Okay. And then you can forward it to him if you want. Because I know who you're talking about. I got the same message earlier today from her. Right. I am great. <laughs> I think they would work together. Yeah. I think they're a match. I think in heaven for the show. I just called him uh, during the break, uh-huh. trying to get his uh, password and everything so I could get you those nudes of the fat chick that he was uh, said he'd marry. Mm. <laughs> what an ass! And uh, he's like, "Oh, well, 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 it tells me the password and everything." And uh, oh crap, flat tire! Call you back. What an ass! So I don't know I, if that means that I booked a trip. For him, and I'm out the money because he got a flat tire. What? Well, where is he? Where's he flying out of? Flint. Oh no! You know he's not gonna make it in time. Is she dropping him off now? No. They don't. He, should, he doesn't have to be there till 5:30 in the morning. And so he's flying from Flint, Flint to here. Yes. I cannot believe this guy's gonna be the press secretary. From Fox News. I think I'd rather buy Curious BJ. But you can't tell us who the chick is that, that wants to get with BJ. I have to pee. No, it's not it. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the equivalent of uh, his new uh, his new chick compared to, you know, Hooch. I was an idiot. All right, Dubs. That'll do it on a very volatile Tuesday night. It was a very odd Tuesday. I think uh, all together fun and good, though. Alright. I hate you. Alright, Dubs, I got something new for you on the ins- I'm going to send it to you on the instant message. Oh, I just logged off. Hold on. Alright, hurry up and sign back on. Are you guys, you guys have it up over there on Real Radio Hideout? Um, they I, signed off on I'm signing now. I'm on. I'm on. Alright, here we go. I'm going to send something to you. I think you're going to love it. Oh, wait, hold on. It better be that pic I've been sending you for the last few days. No, it's not. This is actually something that I think you'll really dig. Other than that. Um, There we go. And Matt, here's yours. People keep on popping up in front of you. 
Oh, I got the. I, you know what? I have four people send me the same thing. Yeah, go to it. I am. Oh, <laughs> Lord! You've already that can't be real. You've already seen PressureSpot.com. I've actually downloaded that video. So there's uh, a whole video for it. Yeah. It's real? It's about a, no, it's a old German fake movie. That's the highlight, though. <laughs> Again, over 18. Venus flytrap. <laughs> God, that's so dirty. Thank you, joking around, ass. All right, Dubs, that'll do it. Lord. So BJ will be here tomorrow? It's fun, though. Yeah, BJ will be here tomorrow. Unless, for some reason, the tire prevents. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, well, wake up with our buddies. The anniversary show's coming up Friday. It's Monsters in the Morning, Shannonburg Middays. File in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to the Hideout on Rural Radio uh, 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talking. <laughs> what? He said, uh, someone says, I can't believe your co-host would actually do that, because it's a bald guy in there. Oh, Be somebody what the hell? Good. And God bless King Dude. Question everything and stay classy. Uh, stay tuned for the Real Radio Rewind. Best of Real Radio next, here in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 5,000. We, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I got eight from your dad. Cut that bitch off. Smith Cobbler. Treat me like every other girl. Cut that bitch off. Smith Cobbler. I be smacking my hoes, everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.